Hi. The Common Man and T-Bone podcast is brought to you by Care Heating and Cooling. Cold or sweaty is no way to go through life. Call my guys at Care Heating and Cooling for all your heating and cooling needs. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. And stay tuned after the podcast for special bonus content from past shows. I love that that thing is so thick, I can barely get it in there. Bye. Welcome to the dumbest part of your day. This is Common Man and T-Bone. I was nine years old, and it was the first time oh. I saw naked boobs I was that weren't say, my mom's. I, I bet you. <laughs> well, my a, mom would flash me every day. What a caveat. Give me some beads. Mom. <laughs> you're the lunch monitor, mom. Stop showing all the kids your teas. Featuring Panama Ted. Shut up, Ted. Five-minute delays with Leanna Ray. You guys like Bjork? And random sounds from the internet. Yes, sir. Shavaka do. You want to sack? The guy is drunk. Back. Watch your profanity. Would you not eat my pants? Ah! This is Man and Bone. <laughs> Happy Wednesday. Welcome in. Hello, Bone. Hello, man. We have a big program today. All the news and notes you need is we go on campus at 448. Name dropping with Jeff Rimmer in the 5 o'clock hour. That reminds me, Teddy, I have not talked to Rimmer today. Will you send him a, a, a TXT? Make sure he's good to go for the segment today. I will do so. We, uh, we had an eventful start to the show before we turned the microphones on <laughs> where T-Bone just... Pulled up some pictures of boobies. Okay, hang on. Here at the radio no, station. No, here's the thing. Here's what we do, a little pregame porn. Um, so I saw this getting retweeted and it I was not ready for it. I appreciate where the message is coming from. But if you go to the official Twitter page of Adidas, mm-hmm. Ted, go right ahead. Go to Adidas. Just look up Adidas. Add Adidas on Twitter. Just What's add wrong Adidas. With that? Blue check, Ted. Go. It's a blue check. Blue mark. check. This is a Fortune 500 company. Come on. They're not going to put anything in there that's right. Uh, what, out could of be, what could be bad about this, Ted? I, go. It got retweeted into my timeline. Is how I saw it because I don't follow Adidas. Shame on me. I guess I don't know. Um, but they have tweeted out. It is their pinned tweet. It is not fake. Uh, in fact, it is all too real. Uh, it is it is a picture of a bunch of bare chested women, mm-hmm. and and I said what I said. Bunch of topless photos of women. There's no bras. No bras. Just a lot of nips now, staring right at you. Now their their message is women come in all shapes and sizes. Right. That is why we have forty three different varieties of sports bra. They are apparently launching a new line of sports bra to try to help and. As I understand it, having not ever worn a sports bra, I am aware from those who do that they are very difficult to find a good size in and all those things that I I support. Chances are you and I, at this point, we could use one. We need a sports bra. Anyway, I was not ready for like regular old Twitter to show me a bunch of pictures of boobies today. What do you think about that, Tress? Twitters and twatters. Right. I just. Twatters out there. And and again, I I am sure you can find that if you want to go look for it. I'm just saying I wasn't prepared to see it on my. I thought I thought so, I thought I was on. I don't know what happened. I thought did Twitter get Why hacked? Why can't you just Adidas take a picture hacked? of all these different size women wearing the bras? Well, here that here, you're selling. Let me be clear. I support your message. I and you know what? 
what was the intended effect? To shock us and get everyone talking about it. Adidas is currently trending on Twitter. Right. I'm sure that's why. Can I just can I whip it out right here too? Is that empowering? <laughs> if I just whip it out, that that would not be empowering, and I don't think why? it should be considered empowering. It's empowering to me. No, I, I, I think well, it's inhuman to have your balls and sausage all cooped up. I don't in your think pants. they were saying it's inhuman to have them. They're saying you should wear a sports bra. They're saying, but look at how different. And again, who is that message for? Because I'm quite sure every woman who is listening to me right now says, I know women's bra sizes are different. I'm a woman. I have them. I know they're different. And if you're a man, presumably living in the age of the Internet, you also are aware that they come in all shapes and sizes. Maybe you're not aware of the problem of sports bras. I'm aware. I'm I'm sure it's probably a pain in the ass to buy a sports bra. But you know what? Let's stick with me for a second. I wear tidy whities. Mm -hmm. And I'm not ashamed to admit it. I need support down there. I need help. But when I go, yes, they have waistband sizes. But I don't go and I don't see like, you know, BS, big schlong size tidy whities. Why don't we have some of those? You know, men are oh, yeah. different down there, too. Right, right. Why don't we have some that are a little more... Um, I don't need the same support those, that you need. Right. Everyone has a little bit different thing going on. Right. Right. Yeah, and you know what? Let's let's bring some attention to that And it changes well. with the seasons, because this time of year when it's cold, I'm like a prepubescent boy down there. <laughs> Summertime, watch out. Watch out. Watch huh? out. Hmm. Milton Berle. Really? Taped to the leg. Good for you. Not really. Okay. But it does change. Yeah, of course it changes. How come Twitter's not putting pictures of different sausages on there for tidy whities? Maybe they will. Maybe that'll happen. Give give them time, I guess. Anyway, there you go. That's what's what's happening on the old Twitter. Hey, Adidas, why don't you figure out how to make a pair of track pants? Doesn't ride up my ass. Because every single pair I buy from you that's supposed to be comfortable feels like I'm wearing a thong. Also, if Adidas could make a size bigger than 2X, I would appreciate that. Yeah, how about that? Men come in all shapes and sizes. Yeah, and, uh, by the way, I, I think we should do more of what Adidas is doing, which is drawing attention to the fact that humans have not one body shape. I agree with the message. I was not prepared for the visual. That's all it is. I just It's not even that I think it's wrong to do. I'm just saying I was not prepared. Look, That's all, literally all, the, all I'm saying. The advertising geniuses over at Adidas, do they think for a second about the person who pulls up the Adidas Twitter page at work? Well, that's, think about that's, that person. That's I am at work. And, and their and, boss walks by and you got boobies on your screen? Right. I, I mean, I'm good with the message. I'm not good with the execution of the message, I guess is what I'm saying. Right. Speaking of somebody who I know needs a different size jockey short mm-hmm. jeff rimmer will join us at 534 well that's no lie Mm-mm. surprising rimmer oh yeah i'm not surprised he jumps he jumps maybe you're surprised i'm not surprised uh jackets with a dramatic victory in washington last night good to see good to see yes well they fell behind and they didn't give up they battled back momentum swings in that game patrick line with two goals almost had three i have no idea how that empty net goal did not go in at the end, I thought I was watching a different team because they had two power play goals in one game. Actually, it was pretty much three because the the power play had just expired. Right. And the puck goes in. Their special teams 
was tremendous. Yeah, last night. Welcome sight. That's what I mean. That power play has been largely invisible since that opening stretch of the season. If if you could get more of that, then this team could do a lot of good things. But that's a huge if. It was. I, I'm just saying it was nice to see, and it was a great performance by the Jackets. How about Trey Fix Wolanski and him, him too. too? How about him getting in and finally getting on the ice despite being uh, diminutive in stature? And not only getting out there. Scored a goal. Scored a goal in his My debut. Guy. You know what love I like that. about him, too? What do you love about What do you like about him? He's puffy. Yeah. I mean, he's not fat, but you don't look at him and say, oh, that's a guy with a six-pack. No, but you know what? Good. Good. For, I, I, I like it when guys with normal-looking builds are just so talented they get to play. Me, too. I Let's think take that's a awesome. naked picture of him and put him on Adidas' Twitter page. <laughs> Hockey players come in all shapes and sizes. Well, and again, I'm There's not... Maybe, naked Trey Fix Wolanski. Maybe Jared Lorenzen is not of dead. normal build. Yes, I know dead. dead. But when alive, he was a guy who looked, even in his most in-shape days... Yeah, like he looked, was heavy. Looked like a dude who had just kind of rolled out from... I don't know, a rec league, and you think there's no way that this guy's going to be any good. Well, Phil Kessel's that guy. Phil Kessel Phil's is. very yeah. boy. Going back to hockey, of course. Who else? Do we have more than like people who look like normal human athletes? Well, I mean, Bar- Barkley's kind of an obvious one, but now not Barkley, in his Barkley early was prime. Fit. Yes, he was, he was much more athletic looking than what you like. Sons Barkley. Sons Barkley was jacked. He was no, he in was, the gym. He was. You're right. He was jacked, but he, he also a big had ass. a gut. He had a gut and an ass. That's yeah. right. Gut and an ass. Same. <laughs> that's the new slogan for our show. Gut and, gut ass. and ass. We have both of those. <laughs> we things. do. We carry them well. We don't have a gut. I have more no. than a gut. No. Th- I mean, but what, what are you I'm talking saying, about? That's what I mean. We're, oh, we're yeah, above yeah. whatever gut yeah, is. Yeah, I'm saying we got all that and more. When I was a kid, you know, I don't think they have this anymore, but we used to go to you know, Sears and shop in the Husky section. The Husky section. You know, I don't well, think they, they have they Husky have, anymore. When with, you're an adult, they just call it big and tall. But yeah, the Husky, husky. section. <laughs> That's where you went? You had to go Husky? Yeah. And I remember that I was getting my first suit. I think it was for my first communion. Oh. I had to get a suit. And uh, had I had a big neck as a kid. Yeah. And the guy measuring me for my suit... Actually, it was pretty good. He made me feel good because he didn't say, wow, your neck's really big. We got to do something about this. He said, hey, do you watch Hulk Hogan on TV? And I said, yes, I do. He says, you know, you got a big neck like Hulk Hogan. Oh, well, that's, you know, and see, then it that's, made a, me think that's like, a good oh, way to turn that. Yeah. How nice was that? I mean, he, that did, person? he did massage okay. my balls. Okay. Twitters and twatters. All right. I knew I was waiting. I knew it was coming. I knew you were going to get there eventually. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm so I was trying to avoid it. I was trying to just move it along. Like, oh yeah, a touching moment. <laughs> he made, he made and you turned it into a touching moment. A touching yeah, moment. you did. You turned it into a touching moment. Not a touching moment. Can I say something about last night's hockey game? Oh real yeah, quick go, go back to on. well. You talked about how fat you think Trey Fix Wolanski is. No, I didn't I say that. It's just nice that he's, he's a regular goal. guy. But I saw this Dick Masher Ford fan poll. We got a lot of optimistic people that make this poll. <laughs> I saw that too today. What do you want the Jackets to pursue before the March 21st trade deadline? You pursue trading people. You trade everyone you can get something for. What are we talking about? If you're excited about Patrick Laine last night scoring two goals and all of a sudden he's on a goal-scoring streak, good. You know what the Jackets should be doing? Trying to move him. Well, I don't want to read too much into that, and and I hope I'm wrong. Because I like Patrick Laine. I want him I'd to be him. here. I'd move him. No, no, no. 
I would too. I'm saying in a perfect world, I'd like to have the Patrick Lyonnais on your team who are just pure skill and can, when they are at their best, be as good as anyone in the league. The Jackets are not there right now where they can necessarily afford to have a guy like that. If he is worth something to them, they should get something for him. But I wonder, is it any coincidence that now trade talks? I mean, we're still a month and a half away from the trade deadline. It's it's a ways off. But teams are looking. They're starting to sniff around, figure out what they want to yeah. do. Not the same. Could it be that perhaps he is seeing there's a chance to go play somewhere else? Yeah. And yeah. he's seeing if I start playing better, that's a quicker opportunity for me to move on. I don't know. I, By all accounts, he likes it here from what I've heard and wants to stay here. But how many times have we heard that in public and then in private? It's a different story. All I know is I'm glad he's playing well. And you're right. If they can get something for him, they can get something I'm not, for I'm not anyone. Signing him. I'm not signing him to a long-term you, deal. You trade and you get you get all the pieces you can. You are trying to build. You are not. This is not a quick rebuild. The Bengals are winning the Super Bowl unless they're not. Hey, what a tease. Mm. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for slowdowns on I-71 southbound after Morse Road. A disabled vehicle on the right side causing some backups in that area. Please be very careful as things begin to clear and plan on delays in the meantime. Strapping Report is sponsored by Mattress Firm. Unjunk your sleep during the President's Day sale at Mattress Firm. Shop now and get a king bed for a queen price plus a free adjustable base with purchase. Don't miss hot buys like beds starting at just $159.99 plus Tempur-Pedic savings. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Like a sports drink, but for that part of you that's thirsty for fart jokes. Back to Man and Bone. Hello. Happy Wednesday. So glad you've tuned in. Three hours a day, every single day. Tell your friends. What did I tease? Oh, the Bengals are winning the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. They had the official Madden 22 simulation of the Super Bowl. Bengals beat the Rams 24-21. Joe Burrow is the MVP. Evan McPherson... It's a 49-yard game-winning field goal as time expired. You also had a Eli Apple pick six Ooh. in this game. All right. Yeah. So anyway, Bengals win the game. Maybe you're saying, well, science, computers, science, it's got to be real. Maybe it is real. The Madden simulation is right about half of the time. Well, So I, it's flipping a coin. I definitely feel that this Bengals team has shown... That is not an improbable scenario that played out, right? If if they're going to beat the Rams, you would anticipate it's going to be a close game. I, at least I would. I would tend to think that Joe Burrow is going to have to have a pretty good game, if not a great game, to beat the Rams. And I would anticipate, if it is a close game, 
knowing the tendencies of the Bengals coaching staff, they're going to play for a field goal to win. And who can blame them? Right? Right. I mean, all those things could play out the way that Madden simulation went. So that doesn't feel complete. You know, if it came back that the Rams are going to win by 40, I mean, that that seems also ridiculous. That Or, or that would seem ridiculous more so than this. I, I, I think this sounds a lot like what we could see happen. If the Bengals are going to win, in fact, I feel like that's kind of the formula. Sean McVay has been the head coach of the Rams for five seasons. They've been to the Super Bowl twice in those five seasons, but... You know, some people may forget that before that, it was Jeff Fisher as the head coach of the Rams, and he was sort of perennial seven and nine, eight and eight. You know, you could make the case a couple more pieces were right there, but you're never really getting any better if you're just hanging around that record all the time, right? Right. There was also a little bit of a thing at the time that former players had a problem with Jeff Fisher. One of those former players was. Eric Dickerson, he was on uh, Pro Football Talk Live yesterday. He said his beef with uh, Jeff Fisher, he says, it started because I said on my radio show, in L.A., we want to win. We don't want to almost win. And they say, oh, man, if we only had another quarter, if this wouldn't have happened, that's what losers say. I said we need to win. Sitting at 8-8, eight 7-9, and eight, seven and nine, just not going to cut it. I said, this is L.A., this is not St. Louis. Uh, I... I that line, calm down. Like St. Louis fans in St. Louis want to win too. Let's just. I understand, but you know, come on. Dickerson's an LA guy. I understand. You know, he's not going to carry the water for St. Louis. No, but you could just say like NFL fans want to see their teams win. All right, okay. That right. that'd be more fair. He continues. He says that I got a call from Jeff Fisher. He called me and said they didn't want me on the sideline. I made the players feel uncomfortable. I made his coaches feel uncomfortable. That's what he said to me. I mean, he said that. I'm not going to talk about his players and expect things from the team. Um, More or less saying, I know if I start calling guys out, I I know I'm probably not going to be welcomed back to the sideline. That's okay. He says at that point, Fisher tried to end the call. And Dickerson said, oh, no, no, no. It's my turn now. I broke it down to him. I said, Jeff, I really want to thank you for the call. I appreciate it. But understand one thing. F the Rams. I don't work for the Rams. I didn't work for the Rams. I played for that football team. I wore that uniform. I said, man, you're just a coach. When you leave the Rams, I'll still always be Eric Dickerson of the Los Angeles Rams. Went on, and then he said, Eric, man, I don't want that. I want you to come to the games. I said, as long as you're the head coach, I'll never come back. Mm -hmm. Now, look, Mm -hmm. I am not doubting that this phone call happened i'm sure it did i am not doubting that jeff fisher was butthurt about some of the things that were said i'm sure that he was but some people are looking at this saying you can thank eric dickerson for the rams being great now i don't know if i take it that far well yeah i mean did eric dickerson point out some problems that the rams have yeah everybody was pointing out those problems though not just eric dickerson right i mean if if there was something that came out that's the Rams front office saying, guys, did you see what Eric Dickerson said on his radio show? Holy cow, we got to listen to this guy. He's a Rams legend. Then then this would have more weight to it. 
Yeah, I know that he was calling him out. We were—I remember when we talked about it and yeah. said, "That's yeah." Look, here's a guy who's not afraid to pull we bunches. We were calling out Jeff Fisher. Yes, we said yes. you'll you'll never get anywhere with Jeff Fisher. He's a perennial 500 coach. Anyway, yeah, I don't I don't doubt that Eric Dickerson was leading the charge on that, given his status as a former Rams player. But yeah, there were a lot of people around the league who said this guy is not very good or is not getting the job done. And why does he get so much credit for being a great coach? That was always my problem with Jeff Fisher is he's he he was given that mantle of being a great coach even when it was clear he no longer was because he was in the Super Bowl and some well, people I say know. he was one yard short. He had a resume that over the years that it existed, you could say, yes, this guy did a lot more than a lot of other people. But the last, I don't know, five or six years he was there, it feels like maybe I'm misremembering. It feels like those last five or six years. He was just like a guy. No, they only get you so far. There's a lot of dummies, by the way, that have won the Super Bowl. Yes. Let alone come close to winning the Super Bowl. You may have one win at Sunday. <laughs> so, well, whatever, man. <laughs> he better hitch his way. He's hitching his wagon to it. Oh, sure. Zach Taylor's going to get himself a long extension. Of He's going to get some money. And I don't, I don't blame anyone for that, but we cannot ignore the fact that he has at times, made some mystifyingly bad decisions. He has a quarterback who is like almost like the impervious nature has, of those terrible decisions. In fairness to Zach Taylor, he also has been able to put his ego aside and at times say, my young quarterback has the answers here. That's true. So I'm going to credit gonna, to I'm, him for that. I'm going to give him the freedom to do his own thing. Yeah. Getting out of the way sometimes is is also yeah, that's, that's a good not, management technique. There's not, technique there's not that a lot of coaches happen. that have the ego to do that, right? Or the lack of ego to do that. Anyway, I, I guess maybe dummy's not the right word. I don't I don't know that he's a dummy, but I I have questioned many decisions of his, and I definitely would not have put him in coach of the year discussions prior to the season they are now having. Right? I mean, we watched during this season and critiqued lots of things that happened. So your point is well taken that guys who aren't great coaches have won Super Bowls. Jeff Fisher was a guy who had a lot of good things he did in his in his tenure, but towards the end, it didn't matter because he was a mediocre to bad head coach. Tom Brady is fixing to come back and play for another team. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. Good afternoon. A disabled vehicle is still causing slowdowns on I-71 southbound after Morse Road. Please be careful as I try to get things cleaned up and plan on some slowdowns about a five-minute delay. Stripping report is sponsored by Rumkey Waste and Recycling. New year, new career. Rumkey Waste Recycling is now hiring new and seasoned CDL drivers age 19 and up. Family-owned and operated, Rumkey offers tuition reimbursement, home nightly routes, and a recession-resistant career. Apply now at RumkeyCareers.com. Equal opportunity employer restrictions apply. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Murdering brain cells one show at a time. Back to Man and Bone. Common Man and T-Bone brought to you by Hinder Motorsports here on The Fan. Uh, Scott Zolak 
former Patriots quarterback. He hosts a radio show in Boston. He said this. Unicorns! Show ponies! Where's the beef? Once upon a time, he had some insight into Tom Brady's thinking. He doesn't anymore, but yet every time he says something about Tom Brady, there's an article written about it. Well, because he has, you know, being there in New England for as long as he is, playing the position, I'm sure there's a lot of people who would say, clearly he had some working knowledge with Tom Brady over the years. Maybe that still holds true. Well, once upon a time he did, but no longer. Tom Brady doesn't talk to him anymore. You know, he doesn't have any knowledge. I have just as much knowledge when I said he was going back to the Patriots yesterday. Write a story about me. Common Man says Tom Brady going to the Patriots. Yeah, you did say that. Uh, but I saw this from Sporting News. Scott Zolak said this on his radio show yesterday about Tom Brady going to the 49ers. I think that's what Brady's focused on. He's been focused on it for two years. They got a deal Jimmy, and he knows Lance isn't ready, and he knows that team is built to win now. That's attractive to him. Name another one that's attractive to him. That's plug and play. You trade Jimmy Garoppolo to Tampa Bay for the rights to Tom Brady, then let him decide when he's ready to go, you become an instant contender. Yes, I mean, that could work. Um, I don't know if that's where his head is right now. If that were the case, why would he retire? Why wouldn't he just go to Tampa Bay and say, I don't want to be here anymore, so let's work out a trade someplace else. But if you want to talk about another situation that's plug and play, you can still win a Super Bowl. Wouldn't Tampa still be that place? <laughs> well, you would think. Is he is he actually trying to break some news that the Niners would be considered a destination that would be ready to contend? Because I don't know if he paid attention this year. They did. Yeah, they were in the NFC Championship <laughs> that's, game. That's, that's considered a... I'm not saying they're a contender because they made the playoffs. They got to the title game in their conference. They were a win away from a Super Bowl. That's called a contender. So, yeah, this just in. If Tom Brady also were to go to the Rams this offseason, instant contender. I want you to know that. Let Mike. me let me pose this to you, Brownie boy. Okay. You know, you have a, a roster that I think is much better than the record that they finished with. Yeah. You have a quarterback that I don't think very highly of at this point. I know neither do you. But yep, same. Tom Brady... Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson, they're all standing there. They all say, for one year, we want to come to the Cleveland Browns. Each of them says that. Mm -hmm. There's no salary repercussions for you to worry about. There's no trade. There's nothing. You get to pick one of those guys to be the quarterback of the Cleveland Browns for one season. Who are you taking? Um, there's only one answer. I know there is, but I want to know how stupid you are. That's Tom Brady. Yes! Well, here's why. I can understand people say, well, Aaron Rodgers, he's a little younger. He's maybe a little bit more in his prime. We're not talking about the future. We're talking about one year. Tom Brady led the league in passing yards. Well, here's the other thing I think of, though. Beyond all that, what if Tom Brady were to do what you just said, this hypothetical that will never happen, where he just says, I want to come to the Browns and play there for a year. He would have some kind of ridiculous motivation for that. I don't know what it would be. Maybe he just hates all the other teams in the AFC North. Maybe he's like, I got to show Joe Shiesty where he belongs. Like, he's good, but he's not me. I don't know. But whatever it is, his motivation would be so laser focused that everyone around that team would have to get in line or get out of the way of Tom Brady. And that would take your pretty good football team that has a lot of talent on it and possibly get it to world championship 
caliber because you're around Tom Brady and he's not going to accept anything less if he's coming back. I'm saying that's not the case everywhere. And and maybe he comes out of retirement just because he suddenly regrets it and he's a little half in, half out. I'm saying if he picked the Browns, as much as I think of my team, I don't anticipate him wanting to come back there unless he had a damn good reason to. And then that would put the whole league on notice. Now, we're just, we're just playing here. Of course. We're, we're yes. playing radio. This is obviously not going to happen. But would it change your line of thinking if I told you whoever you didn't pick? All right, let's say you pick Tom Brady. That means Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson, they're still there. Mm-hmm. The Steelers get to pick from one of those two guys. Yeah, let them have Aaron Rodgers. I don't care. All right. Yeah, go ahead. That's fine. Let them have Russ if that's who they want. I'll, I'll take. To, I'll ride with Tom Brady. I don't think that's. You know what? And if I'm wrong, is that a hot take? No, it's not a hot take. That's a normal. I'll ride with Tom Brady. Hot take. That's a normal. Teddy was shaking his head over Ted. there. He doesn't agree with you. What would you do, Ted? No, I think it's close, but I would take Aaron Rodgers because at some point Tom Brady, his arm or something is going to fall off because okay. he can't just keep doing it. So maybe halfway through the season, he starts, you know, slowing down a little bit. Yeah. I don't think that's happening to Aaron Rodgers right. at all. And at so that's point, why I would take him. And at some point, Aaron Rodgers might win another championship game, but today ain't that. I mean, he hasn't, he doesn't do it. Like he gets close and then. All right, Teddy, here's my question happen. for you. Here's my question for you. Okay. You have a quarterback that you like better than Baker, but same question for you. Except one of your answers is, I'll ride with Dak for next year. But if you don't choose Dak, he's never coming back. It's not like, oh, I'll take Tom Brady for a year and then Dak will come in after that. If you get rid of Dak, he gone. In the words of Hawk Harrelson, he's finished. What's your choice? I might be an idiot, but uh, I'm riding with Dak. Oh, yeah, you're an idiot. That's idiotic. You are an idiot. Come on. Come on, Teddy. That's my guy. And guess what, Ted? He could sit next to you on the couch while you guys watch Tom Brady lead the Cowboys to a Super Bowl. What are we talking about? But it's funny, though. I would take out those other three. I would take Tom for my team, though, because... Wait a minute. You just told him you to take Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. What's for, happening? For the, for the Browns. By the way, yeah. this is the dumbest sports radio segment <laughs> in the world. Well, here's what it's I, also... I can't stand Aaron Rodgers. That's why. I also... I acknowledge this. There are probably a lot of Bengals fans going... um, Hey, guys, while you're doing your hypothetical about which of your dumb teams will get one of these crazy quarterback scenarios, the actual Bengals are in the actual Super Bowl with their actual eventual Tom Brady. Joe Burrow. Yeah, yeah. Right. Like right. Joe Burrow. So is, we don't have to have this conversation for the Bengal fans. You have your guy. No, I'm saying they're they're probably saying, are, what about us now? Let's talk about what we're doing. And don't worry. What do you, what do you want us we to talk are. about? Your team is great. Your quarterback is great. I'll say this, man. Joe Burrow for me is a, I'm going to say top three quarterback. In fact, if you said you can have anyone in the league for the rest of their careers, then it's he's number one. That's who I'd want. Over, you, over Pat Mahomes? Yes. Oh, wow. Yes. Hmm. Yes. I see Pat Mahomes. No, I, I see I him. see what's coming for him. I He's got a crazy brother and a weird girlfriend and all kinds of stuff off the field that's about to happen. No, I don't, I don't trust him. What does the him. dumb brother and the girlfriend They're have distractions. to do Joe Burrow has no distractions other than his Joe parents. Wearing, his parents' curtains Joe are the only distraction in his life. Fur coats and am, diamond ambulance. All I know is Pat Mahomes still can't figure out how a discount works for his state farm. Meanwhile, Joe Burrow says, yes, my diamonds are real because I'm rich. Deal with it. That's who I want. He knows he doesn't put ketchup on a steak. 
That's who I want. Pat Mahomes puts ketchup on his steak? Yes, he's famous for like putting ketchup on weird foods. I don't try. I can't you're trust Joe, him. You're Joe Ketchup. What are you talking I about? I like ketchup on foods it belongs time, on. It doesn't time, belong on a steak. Every time I rip you for putting ketchup on a hot dog, I don't you're like, put it why, on steak. Why don't you just let me live? Why can't I just do what I want? Why hot can't dogs, you put ketchup on a steak? Every every ad you see for hot dogs shows them with either ketchup and mustard. Well, as we've known, the marketing community always top notch. I'm just pointing out not everyone grew up eating nine pounds of peppers on their hot dog. That's all I'm saying. I put a little ketchup on it. Let me I live. hate this segment. I this hate is you. like every other show right now. This is, what you. this is what Zolak's doing right now on 97.7 The Racist. Jo- <laughs> or whatever that station's called. <laughs> Boston? Hey, <laughs> hey, Boston! Does that play in Boston? I, I was not aware. Yes, it plays uh. there. That's they love shame. they love ketchup on their hot dog. That's in a shame. Got to get one of those New England style hot dog well, buns. I hope Bengals fans heard that loud and clear. I would take Joe Burrow over Pat Mahomes today. Rest of their careers, yes, I will do that. All right. Does Leanna put ketchup on her hot dog? We'll she, find out. She can. She does not. No. That's, she's fine American. Does she eat hot dogs? I bet you Leanna likes to go. No, hot I'm asking because if she's like, no, I don't like hot dogs. No, well, then this is an invalid question. Dogs. She likes. Them. She'll tell us in traffic. She likes them. Well, I, you, she should. Detroit has good hot dogs. They do why it the right work, way. Why are you working as a representative right now? She can talk during the traffic report. Yeah. After have to give her more time. time. Yeah. She's got Come all the time dead. in the world she wants. Yeah. She can do a five-minute monologue during traffic if she wants to. Yeah. We would prefer that, actually. It takes out of our time. Gronk wants to play for the Bengals. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. Good afternoon. You'll find an earlier disabled vehicle has cleared from I-71 southbound after Morse Road. All lanes have reopened in that area. And an accident has cleared from Route 104 westbound after Groveport Road. Traffic is flowing freely there once more. Strapping a port is sponsored by eBay Motors. Getting stuck in traffic is part of owning a car. Getting stuck because you don't have the right parts doesn't have to be. That's because eBay Motors has all the right parts at the right prices. 122 million of them. So keep moving and moving in style at ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Putting muster on my Coney dog, I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Picture a sports talk show, but without all those pesky sports getting in the way. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Hello. Happy Wednesday. Name dropping with Jeff Rimmer. Coming up in the 5 o'clock hour, Jackets' big victory in Washington last night. They're in Buffalo tomorrow. Tonight, Buckeye basketball at Rutgers. Coverage starts at 6. Catch all the action right here on the fan. Before we talk about Gronk maybe wanting to play with the Bengals, uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame class of 2022 will be announced tomorrow night. And I saw Devin Hester thinks that uh, he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. He says, so in this situation, it's not us being worried about making the Hall of Fame. It's about whether or not we're going to be picked on the first ballot. 
He says, first ballot Hall of Famers are Hall of Famers that you don't have to question because they should be a Hall of Famer. You think about the best of the best, best quarterbacks, best running backs, best receivers. I know we don't have any full-time returners in the Hall of Fame, but I did things that have never been done before. Now, let's discuss, shall we? Sure. There are plenty of my favorite guys. As a matter of fact, most of my favorite guys, whether it be football, baseball, I may love them and love what they did for my team, but I don't necessarily think they're Hall of Famers. Guys like Paul Canerco, guys like Mark Burley. Yeah. Right? I don't necessarily think they're a Hall of Famers. Devin Hester, and maybe you disagree with me on this, Devin Hester to me, one of my favorite guys, and I believe absolutely Devin Hester is a Hall of Famer. There was no better return man in the history of the NFL than Devin Hester. The Chicago Bears were in the Super Bowl against the Colts. They ultimately lost for two reasons. Devin Hester and Charles Tillman punching the ball out of people's hands. Yep. That's, that's right. it. It wasn't Brian Erlacher. It wasn't Rex Grossman. It wasn't Lovey Smith. It wasn't any of that. It was Devin Hester. He changed the way teams played the Bears. They started kicking the ball out of bounds yeah, just I, so I, he wouldn't get the football. And I think now we can look back on his career. Obviously, it has only been five years, but I think we can look back on his career and clearly say, if you look at the trends in the NFL, the trends in football, there was just a study out saying, hey, uh, it looks like we're still seeing a lot of violence on special teams, a lot of injuries happening on special teams. There, there will come a point in the NFL where there will be no kickoffs. That will be done. That will They will fully get rid of it. There'll be a point where there's no punts. Yes, yes, because that's actually now where they're saying more of the issues are occurring, but they will get rid of all of that eventually. There will be a way to do it, and they will. They'll implement it. You don't have to worry if you put him in, oh, but then what do we do for the next 10 guys that come in that are better than him? That's not going to happen. I'm, I don't know, man. Maybe when, when the first, you know, if you go to the NBA, when they first instituted the three-point line, was there a hesitancy to put guys who are good three-point shooters only in the Hall of Fame, in the Basketball Hall of Fame? Probably. I'd have to go look it up to see, but I, I don't think there should be any reason. We have had many, many data points to look at with him and with everyone else who's ever played the game, and we can clearly say he's the best. If Hell, you are the, the best at what the best. you do... If you're the best at what you do, you belong in the Hall of Fame. The NFL said he was the guy. He's the kick returner for the 100th year anniversary team, correct? I think you're right. I'm pretty sure that's correct. Double check me, Ted. If I'm wrong, then I'll take it back. But, if I mean, if he wasn't, he should have been. And in my mind, if that's something that everyone can agree on, that this guy is as good as we've seen in the last 100 years, then yeah, you should be putting him in first ballot, no questions asked. Devin Hester suffered. He only has five kickoff returns for touchdown because they just stopped kicking to him. They kicked out of bounds. They had squib kicks. Now, punts, they couldn't stop kicking to him. They tried. But Devin Hester has 14 punt return touchdowns. Number two on the list is Eric Metcalf with 10. It's unreal. And, and if you want to say, well, then 
what happens if there is a guy? Well, then fine. If someone if there comes is a along guy, who's then you, better than then him. Then you put that guy in the yeah. Hall of Fame. What are you going to do? Retroactively take Devin Hester out? Well, this guy's better than you, so see you later. You're like, out. He's in. I guess what I'm saying is, and this has always been a problem I have with like hardcore football guy who apparently doesn't think anything of special teams. I understand we'd all rather see touchdowns and field goals. I understand we would rather see our teams a lot of times, a lot of times, go for it on fourth down instead of punt, you know, and kickoffs are not maybe your favorite play. Like I said, all that, a lot of that's going to go away, but it is a part of the game as of right now. It has been a part of the game for its entirety so far, and he's the best to have ever done it. If we can't put a few kickers, punters, return men, why not? That's part of the game. If that part doesn't matter, then let's just get rid of it completely and never acknowledge that we ever had it. But since we do, and we keep records for guys who have done this, he's the best to have ever done it. I say the same thing about Omar Vizquel, where people talk about Omar Vizquel. Oh, the only reason why he has almost 3,000 hits is because he played for so long. Omar Vizquel, in in my lifetime, I mean, I, I would say Ozzie Smith was the tail end of my baseball fandom. The, but o- Omar Vizquel okay. was the best infielder I've ever seen. Sure. Oh, and by the way, he also almost has 3,000 hits. Well, and How is he not in the Hall of Fame? So the argument is, yes, he was brilliant defensively. Brilliant. Like, that's not in question is by not anyone an, is ever. Is that not an element of the game? Right. It's, it's a huge element of the game. It is, in fact, one of, I think, the more important parts of the game that we don't talk about enough. But yeah, that's important. And the fact when people say, oh, he has that many hits, almost 3,000 because of 20 years. Yeah, it's almost like it's hard to play Major League Baseball for 20 years at a successful high level and get to a point where you can collect nearly 2,000 or 3,000 hits, not 2,000. So that's all goes into the hopper of why he should be in the Hall of Fame. Rob Gronkowski has to figure out what he's going to do. Now, he already retired once and doesn't know what he's going to do because Tom Brady's retiring, or at least we think he is. But he said if he's not playing with Tom Brady, he'd like to play with Joe Burrow. He says, I kind of like this young buck quarterback. He's in the Super Bowl now. It's Joe Burrow, man. I've watched him in college. I just love the way he presents himself on the football field. In the pocket, he's just so calm, and he just slings it out on the field. I love his swag, too. If I had to pick a quarterback, it'd be the young buck Joe Burrow. He's killing it right now in the game. Gronk, Gronk will be 33 next year, I think. Gronk agrees with me. That if he had to pick anywhere to go play, right? I mean, if he had anyone that he would pick to be his I'm quarterback. Sure Joe Burrow would take him. I'm sure he would, too. Of course. That's a great weapon to have. But think about that, man. The guy could go play anywhere, probably. Not not anywhere that is in every team is just desperate to have him. But he's still a pretty good weapon. And he has played alongside the greatest one to ever do it. He's saying, if I get to pick where I play... That's the guy I see being the closest to the guy I was just playing with. That's saying something. Zach Taylor doesn't want to play games. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident causing slowdowns on I-70 downtown split eastbound at 4th Street. Traffic is slow from the 71-315 must split in this area. Plan on some heavy backups as things begin to clear, and please use caution here as well. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options to help the customer stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm the NRA with fan traffic. 
Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Happy to be wrong, which is good because they're always wrong. This is Man and Bone. He's talking about Devin Hester and how I think Devin Hester's a Hall of Famer because he's the greatest return man ever. I brought up that Super Bowl. I forget what Super Bowl that was, but... It was Peyton Manning and the Colts against the Bears. And I said the reason why the Bears got to the Super Bowl that year was because of Devin Hester and because of Charles Tillman on defense, who, by the way, is now an FBI agent. Let oh, him, yeah. Let I him forgot live. about that. My guy, Charles Tillman. Peanut. Mm-hmm. But you remember what happened in that Super Bowl? I remember it rained a lot. Yeah, and Devin Hester also took one back for a touchdown yeah, in the Super Bowl. <laughs> The only reason they were in that game was because was of him. because of Devin Hester. And he made a play in that game. You're right. He's that, a Hall of Famer. That was a miserable Super Bowl, though. I know it was for you as a Bears fan. Oh, absolutely but just, it was. Just miserable to watch, too, because it was so rainy and gross. As much as I do appreciate a good weather game here or there, that one, I don't know why. Maybe it's just because I knew it was in Florida and I knew it would be like sticky rain, like hot rain. It's not like, I don't know. Somehow it's better if it's in Buffalo and it's cold and it's snowing. I take that over the sticky hot rain. Well, you know, as a Bears fan, you went into that game saying, all right, if you can get yourself a special teams touchdown and a defensive touchdown, Mm -hmm. you're going to win that game. Because that that was the secret of their success the entire season. They got a special teams touchdown and they got a defensive touchdown and they still lost by more than 10. That's maybe a little bit of a testament to old Rex Grossman. Yeah, Maybe not well, being the guy. Hey, man, Rex had some moments, right? Mm-hmm. He was uh, he was Colt McCoy before Colt McCoy was him. Sure, Opportuni- yeah. opportunistic, you know, guy, undersized. Yeah, undersized and uh, underskilled. Right, but he wasn't <laughs> terrible. No, just you're like right. Colt McCoy's not terrible. No, look, no one who is the quarterback of a team in a Super Bowl game. Is well, don't say that. Terrible. No, is terrible at playing quarterback. They may not be a great NFL quarterback, but they're no one who's gotten to that level of professional football is a terrible quarterback. Now now I'm thinking about this. Who is the worst quarterback to ever win a Super Bowl? To win one? To win? Well, we we can do the other one too. We can do just get to the Super Bowl. Ben Roethlisberger. That's your answer. I hate. Oh. No, I'm just. I know well, he's think, not. Let's think about recent memory. I have to go back and in look our, at in it. our lifetimes. Teddy, why don't you just pull up a list of the starting quarterbacks for the Super Bowls? Who started for that Ravens team? Won the Super oh, Bowl? Oh yeah, well, Joe, Joe Flacco. Flacco was, well, let me, no, the one before that. Oh yeah. Well, um, God, why am I blanking on him? Uh, Bald headed dude. Why, yeah. God, Trent Dilfer. Trent Dilfer. Yes. yes, thank you. All right, Lord now we do. Are we doing winners or just quarterbacks who have played in the Super Bowl? I, I can't remember who. Played let's, let's do in play. a lot of these. Let's okay. do play, not just winners. Now, let me ask you. Trent Dilfer, would you rather have him in his prime mm-hmm. or Jake DeLome, <laughs> who was the quarterback for the Panthers when they got there? I feel like... First time they got there. I would take Del Homie. I would take Del Jake Homie. DeLome. Yeah. 
All right, Del Homey or Carrie Collins? Wasn't did Carrie Collins play in the Super Bowl? I'm trying to. Yeah, I'm, he lost to Trent Dilfer. Oh, what an epic that's, battle! That's brutal. <laughs> yeah, he's with the Giants. What a then, matchup yeah. that was. Are we just talking? Are we talking winning quarterbacks? No, we're we're doing just any any starting quarterback in the Super Bowl. We we got some. All right, well, give me give me some. How about uh, Chris Chandler for the Atlanta Falcons? Ooh, I forgot all about. But Chris Chandler had a good good year that year, though. Yes. What year was that? That was 1998 against the Broncos. Oh right, yeah. That was uh, Eugene Robinson, right? I forgot that was the year. Yes. I forgot they were in that Super Bowl and about that whole situation. Um, we have uh, Stan Humphreys for oh the Chargers God. in 94. <laughs> you want to talk about average-looking guy athletes. Mm-hmm. Stan Humphreys is that guy. <laughs> he looked like a gym teacher. Yeah, he, yes, he did. I, 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 in fact, think that under his clothes, under his uniform, he had a whistle around his neck, just in case. Well, I mean, Sexy Rexy's in this conversation. Of course. Of course. Yeah. I'm trying to look back and see who else was making it to Super Bowls. Brad, Brad Johnson? Did they get there? Tampa Bay Bucks, yeah. right? One oh, Tampa, right. I'm Brad sorry. Johnson as the yes. quarterback. Uh, yeah, that's right. I was thinking of the Vikings. I don't know why. Well, he I was, played, I, he played I, there, No, too. but I was thinking yeah. of that time he was playing. I forgot about the Tampa stuff. Right. Who else, Teddy? Matt Hassel back for the Seahawks. Oh, yes. yeah. Bald. Bald. <laughs> Bald. Of course, in the... Uh, Recent uh, years, we've had um, Nick Foles, and yeah. we've had uh, Jared Goff. Yeah, yeah, Goff is one that I think you could put in that conversation. Although I know some people think he is somehow just getting getting like not getting the benefit of the doubt, and that he's better than he's shown. But I don't think he is. I don't think anymore <laughs> that you can say that. I think anyone who was hanging on to that, it's that's all gone now, right? Man, who's the worst of everyone that we just said? I feel like Stan Humphrey is probably the worst. But that's also because I am just picturing him in his football uniform and thinking how he looked like an actor in a bad movie where they're like, this guy will pass for a football player. Can you give me Stan's numbers for that year, Teddy? Regular season? Yeah, obviously they're going to look a little different than what no, a no, no, no. good of, quarterback of course, play of looks course. like we now. We can't compare but, them to now, but if memory serves, that was, was Nat- Natron Means. Yeah, should have been, Doing right? things, and Junior mm-hmm. Seau, I think, was... That was ninety. That was the Super Bowl that was held in ninety five. Okay. So yeah, ninety four season. Was it uh, Neil O'Donnell? Mm. When the when the Steelers that's, lost to the Cowboys, right. they it, lost was, the it was Cowboys. Neil O'Donnell, he, right? He was yeah, he started for okay. them. Yes. Yeah. He's got to be in this conversation. Yeah, who, who was? Oh, see now, Ted. I'm throwing you in different directions. Who won? Who was the guy who won the MVP for them? It was like their safety or corner for the Cowboys that had like an amazing game in that Super Bowl. But then, oh, he, that was um, why am I blanking on who that is? But he was otherwise just a guy. Yeah, who? Because then he coupled it into a big deal with the Raiders. The Raiders paid him a lot oh. of money. What's his name? He was the MVP of the game. I'm, um, I'm blanking. Hang <laughs> on, I'm I'm pulling it up. It's, Cowboys uh, is your team, Teddy. It's the Cowboys. Super Bowl Thirty. It was 25 years ago. It was Larry something or other, right? Was it Larry yeah. Allen? No, it wasn't Larry no. Larry Allen. No, no, no. The, the guard, yeah. No, it was Larry something. I just forget his yeah. last name. Hang on. I'm looking. I'll find Larry Brown. Larry That's Brown. That's right. And then he signed a big deal with the Raiders, right? <laughs> yes. And then he coached every coached basketball Kansas. team known to man. Come here. Same guy. <laughs> How do we forget that? <laughs> yeah. What did Stan do that year, Teddy? 
That was uh, 94, right? They went uh, 11 and 4. And let's see, his completion percentage was uh, 58%. He had uh, 17 touchdowns and 12 interceptions. Different game. Mm. It was a different game. Mm. It was, oh, man. It was a different game, but. Justin <sighs> Herbert did that in a month. <laughs> right. Yeah. Both. All the above. Picks and touchdowns. Yes. Yeah, that's what I mean. He did that in a well, month. Did you say the yardage? I know you said his uh, completion percentage, but it was thirty-two oh nine. What's that break down to in yards per game? Does it say yards per game? Boy, I tell you, Stan was living between those twenty that yards. Was, uh, <laughs> two about two hundred and fourteen yards a game. Okay, he was making some throws in between the twenties, and then things kind of slowed down in the red zone. Had to go run the football, and then yeah, uh, Zach Taylor. I keep thinking about this. Who's the worst quarterback to ever play in the Super Bowl? Well, of Bowl? course, you can always tweet us, too, at Man and Bo yes. 971 keep, keep and I'm sure it. there's someone we're missing. Um, and we're just doing this based on our lifetime. You want to go back further? That's fine. Yes, go right ahead. Clearly, the answer is Terry Bradshaw. But <laughs> Well, he won a bunch of he them. He won them. He did. He won them. And he is, I would say, of all the people who have won multiple Super Bowls, he's the worst quarterback it's, of all those obvi- who have done it's it. It's obviously but. not him. I'm just teasing. No, I I think you're onto something. Uh, you know, coaches, they like to come out even if they're not underdogs and say that they are. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, that's the message to the team is that nobody wants us to be here. Yeah, We're underdogs. No one, no one believes in us. No one believes in us. So just go on out there and have fun, and we'll see what happens. We're playing with house money, kids. Zach Taylor says his message is the opposite of that. He said, speaking to his team, my message was simple. We're here for a reason. This is not a fluke. We are not underdogs. This is just the last test of the season. We belong here. He says, I have a mature, disciplined team. I know they'll do the right thing. I told them, whatever you do, remember you're here for one mission, the game. He said he wants his players to enjoy themselves, obviously, when they're in Los Angeles, but maybe... uh Leave the hookers and blow to another weekend <laughs> because they're in town Why? to win a football game. Is that what you can do in Los Angeles? We were just it? talking about Eugene Robinson. Well, you know, I don't know about the blow, but the hooker. Yeah, I mean, look, I think if you don't understand at this point what's at stake and you can't, you know, put things aside and all, I'm not talking hookers and blow, I'm saying distractions of any kind. This is. You're right. You have one more week to lock in, be as focused as you possibly can be. And then. And play the greatest football game you've ever played. Hookers and blow all you want. Well, and then whatever you're doing, go back to doing it. Enjoy the offseason. But yeah, of course, this is, I don't think the message is wrong there, though, right? I mean, the narrative, of course, going into Los Angeles is there are going to be a lot of Rams fans who feel like this is the destiny, right? It's. It's a game at home. This team has gone all in. They went out and brought in all these high-priced dudes. Those moves seem to have worked out. Worked out. You have a great head coach who can memorize the phone book and all this other stuff. Like you, It just seems like there's going to be, certainly out there, a lot of people saying the Rams are the team of destiny. They're going to get this done. And I'm sure a lot of people picking this game are picking the Rams. But, yeah, I don't, I don't blame Zach Taylor at all for saying... Guys, we, we've we just gone out and beaten the best team in the AFC, theoretically, the Chiefs, twice in a month. No one wants to play us right now. We took the, we took the Titans at, on the road and beat them. We have no one to, look, to be looking down on us. Like, 
I know what you're saying about the message usually is, no, you you want to build up the other team and we're just lucky to be here. But I get this mentality of let's just feed into this. They're too young to know how crazy this is. I know he said he has a mature team, but he's got a lot of talented guys on that team who have never been to this spot who are ready to go make their name. Yeah, I wouldn't shy away from that at all. I would say, yeah, we are the favorite. We do believe in ourselves. We're ready to go out there and win. All right, Stan Humphreys or Jeff Hostetler? Oh, I forgot about the Hoff. Who won a Uh Super Bowl. With the Giants. That's right. Presided over one of the biggest comebacks of all time. Right? No, that was Frank Reich. I'm sorry. I got my stupid backup quarterbacks confused. Well, Hofstetler, though, because he was uh, Sims' backup, right? And then he came in and played when he went down. Okay. Yeah, he started the Super Bowl because Sims was hurt, and they won the game. Beat the Bills. I'm going to say Stan Humphrey's still... Still worse. I would take Hofstetler over him, yes. Mm, All right. Are you judging this just on Stan's body type? Well, and the I fact feel like that you're body one shaming of, him. one of them won the Super Bowl they were in, one of them I did understand. not. I mean, I know the Giants had a little bit more going on than Jeff Hostetler at that time, but I'm still going to take I'm going to take the Hoff over the Humph. Okay. How is Stan Humphreys doing? Okay. I hope he's alive. Does he know that we're just mocking We've him been, today? <laughs> I hope. You know what? I hope he's in a good enough place in life where he doesn't care. The NFL has some explaining to do. Details next. Common Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic from the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident still causing slowdowns on I-70 downtown split eastbound at 4th Street. Traffic is slow from the 71315 West Lit as they try to get things cleaned up. Plan on some heavy backups over here and please use caution as well. Stripe support is sponsored at Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options to help the customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. Only an array with fan traffic. Oh, hello! I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Their collective IQ is lower than they think it are. Back to Man and Bone. Let me tell you about my friends at Columbus Men's Clinic. You know, men, it's the new year. Maybe it's time to do something new for you. If you're sluggish and run down, not sleeping well, low libido, just not feeling like you used to. It's possible that you have low testosterone. Low T treatments can truly change your life. Most men experience higher energy, better gains in the gym, improved sleep patterns, better mental clarity, or so I'm told. You'll also likely find that your libido is improved, which can have a very positive effect on your sex life. So if you're feeling run down, time to give them a call. Just 99 bucks gets you a PSA and T-test and a medical consult. Call them now, 614-300-7400. That's 614-300-7400. Or go to columbusmensclinic.com. The NFL has some explaining to do. 
couple different stories. <coughs> As I cough. You all right over there? Oh, you got something Hello. going on. Hello. Hello. Uh, first thing. Police have said that video evidence backs up Saints running back Alvin Kamara beating up some dude at a Las Vegas club early on Saturday morning. So this guy said, you know, Alvin Kamara was there with his entourage and, you know, he was talking to them and thought that, you know, they all went to get in an elevator. So he went to get in two. Alvin Kamara put his hand up on his chest to say, you're not coming in here with us. The guy didn't like that Alvin Kamara put his hands on him, so he swiped his hands away, and then he doesn't remember anything else because all of them started beating on him, including mm. Alvin Kamara. There, police say the video evidence backs this up. Alvin Kamara punched this guy like eight times. Then they proceeded to, the whole group of the dudes, stomp on this guy. The guy does not remember much of this because of all of what happened to him. But the weird thing about this is the NFL knew about this. The police got in touch with the league before the Pro Bowl and said, hey, we got a situation here with one of your guys. We're looking at the video right now. It's not good. The NFL then said, okay, well, we'll just let him play in the Pro Bowl anyway. And then after the Pro Bowl was over, police went to the stadium and arrested Alvin Kamara, him too. Isn't that bizarre that not only did the NFL, like, know about this and say it's the pro bowl damn it and still wanted to let him be yeah, eligible no to one's play. gonna stop him from playing right. in the pro bowl i mean that's that, bad enough you would do that for any football game when we're talking about real life stuff but especially as meaningless as a pro bowl is i don't understand why they did that but further if you're the police wouldn't you just say like well we know he'll be here why wouldn't you arrest him before the game did they did this all get worked out did the NFL say, hey, like, we won't say anything if you don't say anything, but we will make sure he doesn't leave the stadium? Like, I don't know. Like, something had to be worked out, right? Because why would the police not just show up and stand outside of the player's entrance and say, all right, we're just waiting for the guy we need to arrest? We know I he's got to be can't here. Answer that. Or why wouldn't you go to wherever the hotel is where all these guys are staying and say, hi, we need to arrest this person. We know they're staying here. I mean, I don't see that happening for you and me or anybody else if you're involved in that situation in Las Vegas. It's all weird, right? But certainly the NFL has something to explain for that and the fact they let him play in the game. Well, it's 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 all weird. It's also all disappointing because Alvin Kamara has been a guy over the years that goes out of his way to talk about how he does things the right way. Yeah. Right? That he... He wants people to look up to him. He does things the right way. He doesn't get any trouble. And apparently, he I have not seen the video, but the video exists of him punching a dude in the face eight times. Yeah, it's I don't care good. how much you don't like the guy. No, right? it's, it's not okay to do that, obviously, and that is a crime, and he'll have to... Look, we know this about the NFL, too. Say whatever about the legal process. If there's video of it, that will yeah, be its own screwed. thing. You're screwed. But if you're the NFL... And there's video of it. How'd that work out the last time there was video of someone in an elevator that was a former or a former or current player of yours and you ignored the video? Didn't go well. Yeah. I think they would have learned that lesson by now. Washington Commander's owner, Dan Snyder. Well, the first story was he hired an independent investigator to investigate himself. 
which is just, it's funny to think about. I don't even know how you can call it an I, I don't know. investigation I don't know. when you're paying hey, them. Hey, I'm going to pay you to investigate me. But now, later today, it's like, oh, no, the, the NFL is conducting this investigation, not the commanders. Yeah, so this goes back to an allegation of sexual harassment made by Tiffany Johnston, former employee who was, when she was at a congressional roundtable last Thursday, she accused Dan Snyder of touching her without her consent at a work dinner about 13 years ago. Snyder issued a statement denying those allegations. And you're right. The NFL has since come out and said, no, 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 that's that's not Dan Snyder paying for that. It's us. We're the ones doing that. We want the independent investigation. Well, you'll have to pardon my cynicism on this, but you just had an investigation that you did over the summer with this guy that resulted in the NFL fining the Washington football team at the time, now the commanders, $10 million dollars. Now, we can say that's just because they found some improprieties or whatever, but it sounds like that's their way of saying, Dan Snyder, we're not going to do anything else to you, but your organization is going to get a big fine. In the process of that investigation, the NFL said, oh, we can't release the findings because the big you know, white-collar law firm that we hired to do this, you know, that, that has hundreds if not thousands of employees working for it and no doubt plenty of giant cases like this that they've done. Elk and elk. They- <laughs> This law firm sent their attorney and they gave us this. They memorized the entire report and gave it to us orally. There was no written report, so we don't have one to release. That's what they said, Mike. I'm just repeating what they said. I understand. Well, and then we found out from the congressional testimony that Congress says they were told they couldn't be given that report because it's up to Dan Snyder to approve its release and he wouldn't do it. Now, the NFL and Dan Snyder say that's not correct, but again, we've just released the damn report then, because Roger Goodell has said everything from we'd had it. It was an oral report. Apparently, it was a book report that she gave. It was, oh, we also, we can't release it because we want to respect the privacy of the victims. Well, the victims have all come out and said, release the damn report, and they go, up, oh, can't hear you. What? I, I don't want to, I want to respect your privacy. I'm not going to listen to anything. And now, apparently, Dan Snyder had some say in it. So you're going to have to excuse our cynicism if we say maybe this investigation will also not result in anything being made public. I hope it is. They're claiming they will, but it's an independent investigation paid for by the NFL. The NFL includes Dan Snyder. So I don't know what that means. We got some information on the Buckeye spring game today. We'll pass that along. Plus ice fishing equals prostitution. That's next. Mm -hmm. Common man and T-bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. They both have fishnets. Watch out for an accident on East Long Street at 3rd Street. It is causing slowdowns in that area. Please be careful as things begin to clear up. This accident does involve injuries. You'll also find an earlier accident as cleared from I-70 downtown split eastbound at 4th Street. The traffic is still slow as it recovers. Traffic report is sponsored by Rumpke Waste and Recycling. New year, new career. Rumpke Waste and Recycling is now hiring new and seasoned CDL drivers age 19 and up. Family-owned and operated, Rumpke offers tuition reimbursement, home nightly routes, and a recession-resistant career. Apply now at RumpkeCareers.com. Equal opportunity employer. Restricting supply. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the Care Creed. 
with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with Care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Off Topic is on brand. This is Man and Bone. Hello. On campus, all the news and notes you need coming up at 448. Name dropping with Jeff Rimmer in the 5 o'clock hour. If you haven't done so already, go to wherever you get your podcast. Search Common Man and T-Bone. You'll see our cartoon faces pop up. Click subscribe. Every single show comes right to your device free of charge, including some extras you can only get on the podcast feed. Flashback episodes. Mm. Ted... Nude ex uh, episodes and ex episodes. Mm-hmm. That's what we call those triple ex episodes. Yeah, if, uh, you're listening to the podcast feed and you only hear that's Teddy with his dong on the microphone. Mm. And if you enjoy the podcast, even if you don't, please do leave us leave us a nice five star review. We appreciate it. Uh, the mayor of Hudson, Ohio, Hudson is just north of Akron. Is Craig Schubert? He was at a city council meeting last night, and they were talking about Hudson Springs Park. There is a lake in uh, Hudson Springs Park, and some people would like to put uh, little shanties on the ice so they can go ice fishing. Well, I don't know if you've ever seen anybody go ice fishing, but yeah, you you drill a hole in the ice. Mm-hmm. And oh, then they- you're going to drill a hole, all oh, right? right. <laughs> Just wait a second. <laughs> And then you put up, usually they're like a, there's a, there's some people who put up like a temporary structure. It's like a tent yes. or a little more elaborate tent, some, but it's more Sometimes upright. it's wood. Yeah. Like sometimes it's grumpy a, old men. Yeah. Right. But you, you do that. And the idea is then you go out there. You're not in the wind. You can ice fish and yes. hopefully not be so freaking cold. Well, Craig Schubert wants nothing to do with that. Here's what he said at the uh, city council meeting. And then if you allow ice fishing with shanties, then that leads to another problem, prostitution. And now you've got the police chief and the police department involved, just data points to consider. What? First of all, those aren't data points. I don't know what the hell we're That's talking you about. you saying random things that make no sense. And, and may, maybe this is true in some uh, you know rural areas where this type of behavior is accepted. I mean, ice fishing. That once you put up those ice shanties... They just start rocking with prostitutes on the ice. Well, wait, but let's be clear, though. Even if, and I find this the bigger thing to leap over, even if people are having sex in an ice shanty, that seems like that would be incredibly difficult. But to my knowledge, that's not technically illegal. Or at least that's not what he's concerned with. He's concerned with prostitution, which would be then like an ice shanty pimp and and hookers showing up and then there's a payment system involved where people are getting paid to go out on the ice not like in a house which would make way more sense if no, you were going to well, do prostitution that's the first place you look in a house ice shanty well I've, clearly the mayor is on to it so if the that was your plan it, he, I know there's more than one frozen pole in there let me in! <laughs> Are you putting the bait out? Is that what you're yeah, doing? Yeah, I gotta bait your hook. Yeah, is that what you're doing? Mm-hmm. Got to drill another hole. Yeah, I don't know, man. I I gotta tell you, uh, not a big ice fisherman. Never no, been. Me, me too. 
but my experience of seeing people who have gone ice fishing, lot of clothing involved. And we've often, as many of our listeners know, we've discussed the issues that you sometimes have when it's cold out. Yeah, they got heaters in there. They can No, but I'm there. saying like you're wearing a lot of Cut layers. A little hole in your snowsuit. Well, you gotta you gotta have some pretty good equipment to be working with if you can just cut a hole in all like nineteen layers of thermo whatever. Yeah. And get through there. And then the other person has all their layers open too. I'm just saying, there's a lot of fabric involved. What is this guy does this guy have fantasies that we don't know about? Is he just like sitting there role playing some with a walleye? Like what's going on? What do you think about that, Jerry Jones? I want me some glory hole. Me too. That's what they call it when you find a good spot to get the, uh, I don't know, the perch, maybe some uh, crappie. Caught some, uh, caught some fish in my hole. <laughs> I also also caught a cat in my hole. If you know, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you said, uh, "Thank you." This show is so You're just laughing at your own jokes now. You okay? No. All right. I want Cancel to point me. out. You said in Akron, or this place this is, is just this north, is of north of Akron. Akron does right. not. They don't uh, want they this don't, guy. No, right. But I also, like, at first when I heard this, I was like, oh, yeah, Northeast Ohio, probably close to Lake Erie. Nowhere close to Lake Erie. As far, I mean, you closer than here. fish on Lake Erie. Sure you that's do. It's too big. No, no you need a smaller lake. No, you, well, okay, but this, let me tell you, the part he's talking about, this little park, this is like a small metro park pond that he is talking about where he yeah. thinks is going on well there's probably prosecuted we always hear it like the forest preserves and the metro parks there's always well all right know, unsavories going on there is this guy also against like hunting because if you're going to tell me that for the i don't know seven weeks a year where your lakes in that area are frozen spent i mean a lot of time on this guy well screw him he's an idiot but if we're gonna if we're gonna take the seven weeks that that happens what about all the hunters who have like hunting cabins or tree stands or all these other places well, he's, where you, he's monitoring those places. Is he? Yes. I he's hope knocking he is. on the door saying, any prostitutes in there? Cause I mean, no. All right. I'm moving on. It seems like if you had 50 acres of wooded land and you had a couple deer stands or a couple, you know, places where you hunt deer from, maybe that would be the place you were going to look for the prostitution. Cause it's way out there. No one could see it being in the middle of like a public park in your little town. That seems like a fairly obvious place for this to happen. This segment leads the world in off-mic knocking. Hello? Prostitutes? Sorry, hang are on. You, are you in the fish shanty? <laughs> I'm looking for a honey hole. You'll have to excuse me. I think we found it. Found some structure here. Uh, Those are all fishing terms. OSU Spring Game has been announced for April 16th. Tickets will go on sale Friday. $7 for general admission or if you have money. Mm-hmm. Must be nice. You can get a $30 limited edition club Ooh. area seat. Oh, Yes, where Gene Smith sits on your lap and talks about the old plumbing. <laughs> the old plumbing at Ohio Stadium. Why? Well, if we want to do ice fishing here at the stadium, we got to upgrade the plumbing. <laughs> Gene doesn't sound like that. But now he... <laughs> I knew. Hey. I knew. it. We got to get some new plumbing in the stadium. I just, I now am so curious to find out, like, is there a big market for outdoor prostitution? I don't mean like solicitation. Yes. No, I'm saying solicitation from what I understand happens a lot outdoors. Sometimes you just get in your car. Okay, but 
Okay, that's well. Then you know what a car is. It's basically a shanty on wheels. When that you is, think about that it, is we should, true. We should probably outlaw cars up in Hudson, Ohio, because apparently people are so desperate for prostitution they will literally do it anywhere. They'll get out on the ice. It's not even like an inch thick, and they're out there. Just the ice is an inch thick, but over here, well, leave it alone. Just well, move along. I mean, you saying people are so desperate? There are people that have sex with fruit and. Like animals. Are they paying for that, though? I mean, I'm saying, again, uh, so they you can have the all the... No, I'm saying you can have all the free sex you want in an ice shanty, and it's not illegal. It's just weird. You go across the line where you start giving money to someone, then it becomes a crime. That's what he's concerned with. Not people having sex on a frozen lake, paying for the sex on a frozen lake. And I see. And I do agree. That is way weirder. Because yeah. you're going to pay for it. At least pay for it in a nice place. If you're going to do it with fruit, too, don't pick an acidic fruit. Like, a grapefruit's not a good idea. That's going to cause What's, a problem. What are your thoughts on a watermelon? Is that acidic? I, I mean, mean I don't really consider that an acidic. You're going to have to, you know, get rid of the outer rind. Well, yeah. I, again, I assume if you're, uh, maybe it's the same person who's like, I want to have sex where I'm ice fishing. They're like, well, that's outlawed. And he's like, well, I guess I'll go. I, can, I still got to drill. I'll go get a I'll go get a watermelon and yeah, I guess I'll make could, that work. You could drill. And if you pay, if you don't steal the watermelon, you're paying for the watermelon which you're going to have sex with. That's also prostitution. So grocery stores outlawed. Now I'm, now I'm thinking about the best object to do <laughs> from the from the produce department. What about a pumpkin that's like 2 weeks after Halloween that's been on the stoop? Mm, I, that's there's too much that no. There's going to be... How about a pomegranate? Yeah, there's stringy, like, stringy seeds in there. What about no, a pomegranate? What about a pomegranate got, no, they got lots no, you, of hard seeds. No, you, no, are the seeds hard? Yeah, they're hard. Oh, I didn't know they were hard. They're hard seeds. I've never opened a pomegranate. I don't know where to start. Plus, I don't think pomegranate would be big enough. <sighs> Must be nice. <laughs> Jeez, Ted. Look at this guy over here. No hey, pomegranate! Oh! Off mic knocking! Who used to go in the trainer's room and smack it on the stool? Who was that guy? Carlos. Carlos Bayerga. That's right. Yes. Carlos Bayerga. Was oh, famous. Carlos. Are you done? <laughs> Sorry. I got some ice fishing and farming to do. Oh, if you'll excuse me. I'm getting ready for the ALCS. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. What is happening? He's just warming up. Long, on campus. Long day of ice fishing. Coming up. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic from the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident on Cleveland Avenue south of Oakland Park Avenue. It is causing slowdowns in that area. The accident does involve injuries. Please be very careful. You'll also find an accident involving injuries on East Long Street at 3rd Street. Caution is advised here as well. Traffic report is sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. The Rocket Mortgage Super Bowl Square Sweepstakes is giving up millions in prize money. And best of all, it's free to enter. It's the largest game of Super Bowl Squares ever from America's largest mortgage lender. Enter for free at RocketMortgageSquares.com. I'm the NRA with fan traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Today's special value is three hours of stupid. 
You're listening to Common Man and T-Bone. All right, here's how we take something mildly entertaining and turn it into something stupid. I just saw this tweet. Peyton and Eli Manning have signed an expanded deal with Disney. They will add alternative broadcasts to UFC and other events. What are we doing? Look, the Manning cast was fine for what it was. These guys are former football players. They're watching a football game, talking to other people who played football for the most part. Now you're going to have those two hillbillies talking about UFC fights? What are they going to do? I don't don't know, man, but you're right. Here's how I see this going. Maybe I'm wrong. I I see it going in the way that they will do this. It will be much touted. People will say, oh, yeah, I'm interested in that. I'd watch that. And then the numbers will come back. It won't justify the cost because... Call me crazy. I don't think Peyton and Eli Manning are both saying, yeah, I'll sit down for free. I mean, they, they no, obviously are getting, so. they're getting paid a lot of money to do this. And then what might happen after a couple of years is, yeah, you know, that show really didn't work out the way we thought it will. But by then, they will have made, because they're already talking about doing this, right? With Sunday Night Baseball, and they're talking about... Cause they're doing it. it. A-Rod's, A-Rod's gonna doing have his it, own right. Thing. So they're going to do this with other properties, and then it will become a format... That we will eventually say, huh, the Peyton Eli thing didn't work out that well, but it'll just be like around the horn and all those other things that they've never gotten rid of, but that time has long since come and gone, where everybody wants to hear seven talking heads arguing with each other, but they just get locked into the format and they believe it works, despite really not a lot of evidence for that. On campus, let's do it. Common Man and T-Bones. On campus. The latest college sports news and notes. Bone. Well, man, you have uh, in the Super Bowl coming up this weekend a bunch of former college football players. Go figure. That's where most of the pros come from. So the uh, enterprising people at CBS Sports have broken down which schools have the most players in the Super Bowl and what conference and et cetera. So here we go. Tied for the most playing in this Super Bowl between the Rams and the Bengals with five players from each of these schools, Florida and LSU. Not a shock. Clemson is next at four, along with Georgia, Oklahoma, Washington, surprisingly, and Ohio State. So all those schools have four players playing in the game. Bama has three. Purdue has three. Because that's what I think of when I think Super Bowl caliber players. I think Bama first, and then I think Purdue right after that. Drew Brees. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Texas A&M also has three in that list. Two players each. Cincinnati gets in there. And then it's just random. Colorado, Delaware, Florida Atlantic, Florida State, Iowa, Maryland, Michigan, Michigan State, NC State, Notre Dame, Penn State. Anyway, the list goes on and on, but you get the idea. SEC tends to have the most of these players playing in this game. That's not a total shock as much as it might be disappointing. Uh, This from Lincoln Riley I found interesting. He was asked in a press conference about taking ex-Oklahoma players in the transfer portal to USC. He said he thinks it was a little bit of a sensitive issue. And then he said, quote, but I think the transfer portal kind of handles that. We didn't take players from Oklahoma. We took players from the transfer portal. Those players and their families had to make decisions to either stay at that university, just like any player has to make, or to enter the portal where they can be recruited by anybody in the country. All right, man. Can Can you understand perhaps how Oklahoma fans might feel a certain way about that statement where it's like, I didn't take them from Oklahoma. Sure. I was just coaching there. Sure. I probably left little gift baskets with a note that said, he doesn't care, you know, 
let's join me in the Hotel California, right? I mean, like, he probably did everything he could to drop the hint that I'm leaving. You might want to join me. There will be a spot for you. But now he has to play innocent. Like, I didn't, what? Anyone could have recruited them. No, but it's a bunch of guys from your old program going to your new program. You can see how people might draw a line. Uh, speaking of USC, there was a complaint filed on behalf of UCLA and USC players where they are seeking employee status. This is from the college athlete group that has been doing this for a while, the National College Players Association. You might remember they were the ones who were involved with Northwestern players when they tried to unionize. Anyway, there was a ruling in September by the National Labor Relations Board that gave a little bit of daylight to the idea that perhaps there would be a day in the future where players would be considered employees of the school they play for, not just student-athletes. So this complaint now is filing again to say, well, recently some some words were said by the Labor Relations Board that led us to believe we might have a chance to win. So now they have issued a memorandum setting a stage for institutions for college athletes to be paid directly by their institutions. So they're trying to get this push forward as much as they can. I don't know if it'll ever work that this will happen. And I do think it will have massive consequences if it ever changes. To me, like name, image, and likeness is a 5% change. If they change to all players in college sports are employees of the school, that is a 100% paradigm. I, I don't know total if I shift. agree that it's a 5% change. Well, I'm saying compared to this. Wouldn't you uh, say, okay. like, compared to th- that's, yes, I'm it saying would, it that's would be a much, much, it would be a much bigger deal. It was a huge change. I'm saying this would be 20 times yeah, that I if, if this came through. It would be a very different thing. And I'm not saying it's necessarily a bad thing, but I don't know that we're anywhere close to that happening. But anyway, this, this National College Players Association feels they are, so we'll see what happens. And last night, I don't know if you caught it, Auburn versus Arkansas. Auburn, yeah, the Auburn number one lost. team in the country. They go down in an overtime thriller. The 19-game winning streak has been ended by Arkansas, and that was a phenomenal game on Arkansas's home court. But the final play of the game where Auburn player gets stripped stripped of the ball, Arkansas goes up the court, and not only do they cap it off with a dunk, it's a dunk that happens as the clock hits zero. They put on the strobe lights in the arena, and everyone runs out of their seat and floods the floor that was quite a uh, that was quite a sequence there. So if you missed that, go check out the highlights. But yeah, love seeing college basketball this time of year because I don't think there really is a true number one team in college basketball this year. You've got four or five teams that could easily lay claim to that, and Auburn is the latest of them to go down while holding that number one spot. Hello, hello. You keep saying Arkansas. I don't know who Arkansas is. Mm. Who should I be saying? Les Miles. I'm playing football for LSU. I'm preparing for Arkansas. 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 Mm-hmm. That's right. Arkansas. Well, people from Arkansas are known as Arkansans, are they not? Mm-hmm. Arkansas. <laughs> not your Kansas. He did wind up coaching at Kansas. This land is our Kansas. <laughs> this land is your Kansas. No? Arkansas. Different song. Les Miles is totally doing a pomegranate right now. Arkansas. <laughs> if you've missed anything... From the first two hours of the program, we got you covered with the rundown. Coming up, Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. 
Good afternoon. Watch out for a serious accident blocking the left lane at 270 southbound at 670. Traffic is bumper to bumper in this area and still continues to build. You'll find police and ODOT crews on scene trying to get things cleaned up. Please be very careful and avoid this area if possible. Oh, Traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options so the customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with oh, fan Kansas. traffic. <laughs> oh, hello! I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. The best way to kill time between Leanna Ray's traffic reports. You're listening to Man and Bone. Well, what happened there at the beginning of the Sports Center? Was that Timmy or was that you, Teddy? I had turned on uh, Leanna's mic, unfortunately. Oh. Yeah. Oh. You got to uh. stop turning on Leanna. Yeah. That's what you got to do. Don't turn yeah. on Sorry, Tim. Tim. Yeah. I'm sorry, Don't Tim. Don't turn on anyone on this show. You got you to gotta stick. We're a team. We got to stick together. You can't be turning on people left and right. That's not good. What do you think about that, Troy Aikman? Yeah, they, they definitely are monitoring his love. My guy. Troy, Amazon. You know, Probably. I like I like that he knows that he's doing some of this because he's even. Got, we have one of the clips where he says something and then he just can't stop giggling at what he just said. What was that? What clip is that? I thought there was one where he says something about. I don't have. You think it at Romo? Romo does that. I thought. I thought I Aikman had, ever I thought laughed Aik, ever. No, I thought Aikman laughed at one. I thought him and Buck had a moment. All right, here's all the Aikmans that I have. I have the Maybe monitor and his it. load. Okay. Here's the other ones I have. And going up for balls and exposing yourself. I have that one. Okay. And then I have this one. We talked about Cox. I don't have no. any giggling. Well, those are. I I swear there was one. Maybe it was Romo. Maybe I'm mistaken, Ted. Once again, just the tip has to get over. <laughs> <laughs> was that Nance or was that Romo? That didn't Romo. sound like. Was that Romo laughing yeah. at that? <laughs> and then here's yeah, Nance is on this one though too. Just the tip there, Jim. Yeah, it wasn't enough. <laughs> Are we surprised by this? Romo we used to go on vacation with Bobby Carpenter. No, I'm not surprised. I swear though, there's one where Aikman hey, lines up three in a row of like talking about penetrating a defense and something else about a football getting over the line and. And they both just pause, and then there's a, a slight chuckle as Joe Buck. It's not in our system, apparently, but I swear this exists somewhere, and now I'll have to go find right, it. I don't know where it is. No, it's not. We don't have it. I'm obsessed with this now. Almost as obsessed as knocking off Mike. <laughs> Had plenty of that today. Plenty of that. All I know is I'm going ice fishing up in Hudson, Ohio, because apparently things no, are happening up no, there. No, because they're, they're hip to the jive up there. Well, we had, we had, so there was a story, if you missed this earlier, we were talking about a, the mayor of Hudson, Ohio, who said that he does not want ice fishing to be allowed on their tiny little pond they have there because he said there's going to lead to ice shanties being put up, which people do for ice fishing. And he said that will, of course, lead to prostitution, which seems, seems like a leap in logic. But 
Johnny Bruno tweeted us, and he said, Hey, Common Man and T-Bone, I grew up in Hudson, and it's similar to New Albany. The park is by the high school, and you know people would sneak over to that park all the time. Yes. Okay. Yes. Were they sneaking out on the ice? And also, again, it's not about people sneaking out and doing the dirty deed in the woods or apparently in an ice shanty. It's about prostitution is what this guy is saying, which is a very different thing than just you and someone else deciding to have sex wherever you want to have it. Not according to that guy. Well, no. The mayor's like, oh, sex is bad sex. Apparently, I'm just pointing out that prostitution is another level beyond having sex. That's a different thing. So I don't know why he is. Where did money come into play? If people are, and I find it hard to believe, they're having sex in ice shanties while they're fishing, Mm -hmm. that is still hard for me to believe, but I'll go with you on it because it seems kind of naughty. But if we're going to say that there's prostitution involved, that is the world's oldest economy. I mean, we are talking about a whole other institution here, and I don't know how you get from one to the other. Remember that scene in Grumpy Old Men where Walter Matthau just bent over Burgess Meredith and fish shanty? (laughs) You don't remember that one? (laughs) No. Poor Burgess Meredith. <laughs> Women weaken legs. Yeah, they, they definitely are monitoring his load. Troy, this isn't time for you. All right, wait your turn. You can eat lightning and crap thunder, I guess, depending on what you're doing up there. I guess. You can, indeed. You charge extra if you crap thunder. Oh, Neil Beckham's knocking on the shanty door now. Hello? Was, Walt, was Walter Matthau... Uh, perhaps turned on by the fact there's that word again. Was he was he enjoying the fact that Burgess, Burgess Meredith used to be the penguin? Yes, and that he would laugh. In that was that a thing too? Yes, he like, made him wear the monocle. I want you to wear the monocle and go. Rah, 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 rah. Is that what you want? Yes, that's right. It's quite the role play. Do you remember uh, Danny DeVito's name as the penguin in Batman Returns? I do not. It's actually one of my fa- favorite aliases to use. Okay. Oswald Cobblepot. Oh, yeah. Oswald Cobblepot. That's his name in the comics. Oh, is that right? I I don't read. Or at least that was in Batman the Animated Series, which I watched. Yeah, Oswald Cobblepot. Oswald Cobblepot. And do you know who played Danny DeVito's father in Batman Returns? No. Pee Wee Herman. Oh, I did not know that. Paul Rubens. Yeah. Ruben? 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 There there is one Ruben. Sauerkraut. (laughs) Sure. Russian dressing. Would Paul Rubens be caught? Rubens. And Ruben? Rubens. I don't know. Would he be caught uh, having sex? Oh, absolutely. Him and Fred Willard in the ice shanty. In the ice shanty? Are you sure? Yes. Absolutely. I mean, I know that they would do it in public, but not necessarily in an ice shanty. Is that even really mm-hmm. public? And I mean, Burgess you're... Meredith takes thunder lips into the ice shanty. <laughs> That was Hulk Hogan's name, right? Thunderlips. Yeah, Thunderlips. Yeah, from, right. yeah, from Rocky. He's a wrecking machine. <laughs> <laughs> this only amuses us at this point. Yeah. I'm so sorry. This is a radio show. This only amuses us. And then in my mind, the, the final scene of Rocky Three, right? Where it's Apollo Creed and it's Rocky and they're both having the fight that never got to happen. Oh, they yes. have it and then he goes, ding, they, put ding. The, they put the mouth guard. You want to ring the bell? Ding, ding. And then they have the simultaneous punch. And then they go ice fishing. <laughs> That's what you you think they're gonna fight, but they're all greased up for something else. 
Now, honey, if you'll excuse me, I've got to go stop at the produce section of the store. There's uh... Well, what happened when they were racing on the beach? And Rocky finally beats him on the beach? Hey, beats him on the beach! Yeah. They embrace, they have the, the, they did. the they water had a very is nice coming embrace. up. Yes. That spray, that's not a euphemism for anything. That's water spray. How long did it take them to get oiled up like that for that scene? And how much sand got stuck everywhere? If you've got oil all over you, and then you're running around in the sand. I'm just mm-hmm. thinking of the actors. I mean, they had to be hosed off probably for a week straight to get all that out of there. Drago knocks on the ice shanty. Oh, yeah. If he well, dies, he dies. In Siberia. Let me in. That is the only way we do prostitution. Paulie comes in with the robot. Well, that's now that's an that's a ice shanty sex dowel, as you would call it. <laughs> that's what that is. The the robot is doing things. I think they cut the robot out. What do you mean they cut the robot out? I think out? In, Stallone hates the robot, hated Paulie's I'm gonna say sex <laughs> robot. Paulie would own one if it existed at that time. Right? We're clear I, on right. that. And, like, I think and there's the, no judgment. In it's the just new that's versions, they cut all that stuff out. Why did they? Why? I, they should cut the entire character of Paulie out. I have long said Paulie from Rocky is the worst character ever. He has no redeeming qualities. I don't know why Rocky's hanging out with him. He should have punched him out, and that's the end of it. I agree with you. Paulie was mean to Rocky. He was mean to his sister. He was mean to everyone. He was mean to everybody. He was a he was a drag on the family finances. And he was always there for a handout. Even oh, in Rocky yeah. Balboa, when Adrian's dead, Paulie is still hanging out with Rocky. Yeah. Why? I don't I don't know. Other than I guess the idea is there's just some people in your life that are gonna be there no matter what. Get out of here. Yeah, I know you don't have any of that. No, you cut him out. Now can I go back to something you said about... Because now I'm just thinking go about ahead. this. You know what? We, we're not just really play the, doing play the thing. Common Man and T-Bones, The Rundown. The Rundown. All right. Because um, you mentioned Rocky. They're cutting... They cut out segments that they thought maybe weren't as good or parts of the movie they didn't like. Yeah. George Lucas famously went back and edited Star Wars. Mm-hmm. You know, when he, he made it originally and then when the new technology came out where you could do computer graphics, he put in some things and changed some things, famously changed who shot first between Han Solo and Greedo in the cantina scene. I know you know all about that. Anyway, the point is, I think once your movie is made... It's made. It's done. It has to be sealed in a vault and you can't touch it. Um, I agree. You should not be able to go back later and put in some other character or take out a character or, oh, I shouldn't have... We shouldn't have done that. No. Like, leave the movie for what it was. You made it in the product of its time. If it doesn't have great sci-fi effects, whatever, leave it go. That's it. I agree. You had all that time to edit it and put it together and reshoot it a hundred times? Once it's done, it's done. That's what I That's said. That's it. <laughs> I'm very passionate that. about right. that. Also, I wish they would have had more sex robots in Rocky. No. Why not? It was Rocky's robot. <laughs> Paulie sort of hijacked Paulie it. definitely had sex with it, is what we're saying. <laughs> that's, we don't that's know. What I'm saying. It doesn't really matter who owned it. This show is... Teddy, this is a dark show today. What do you mean? You know that? What's wrong with having a sex I, robot? I'm just You're saying, judging we, people we, now? We were, we were talking earlier about Why if you were, if you were to do a piece of fruit, which well, let's just, fruit would you do? I mean, you can't, can't have I, a thought way, on that? I can't got, have an opinion? I got some... Uh, some messages from the female listeners of the show saying that we're ignoring them today. We're not ignoring you today. Oh, on the uh, sex with fruit? Yeah. I mean, 
Well, that's right. We were thinking of it from our perspective, but our there perspective, are perspective, but other I would assume your produce option's pretty easy. You would I'm think. not gonna go into detail about what it is, but you know, hey, there man. are there are several to elongated each, vegetables. To, <laughs> to each their own. Maybe you're someone who enjoys all produce. And mm-hmm. I say let you live. It's oh, not absolutely. for me to judge. Absolutely. You do what you gotta do in the fruit aisle. Upside down you. pineapple. Sure. Maybe maybe everyone's going to the produce aisle and showing up at your house. Maybe it's what we need. Coming out of a pandemic. Oh. We all need to be getting together and swinging with fruit. Key parties. Yeah. A national day of key parties to show that we are back together as a country. We are, we are fully going to embrace our togetherness well, in you ways think, we've never explored you before. Know, the, the day that you know they officially tell us, hey, you know what, hospitalizations, they're... They're low. We've decided this thing is a, a cold at this point. You can take off your masks and by all means have sex with your neighbors. You don't think we're going to have a, a baby boom like oh, we did after probably, the Second World War? You're probably right. People have been, you know, holding back, not going out and socializing as much yeah. now. Well, people taking the masks off too, right? They're getting to a point where they're seeing each other again and going, oh, I now, now I see what I've been missing. I got to get mm-hmm. out there. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good segment. Well done by us. I don't know about that. Will weather play in to the Super Bowl? I'll tell you. And I, I promise no more sexy time fruit. You think? Will weather play into the Super Bowl? I, I can't promise what Leanna's going to do. Now I have this thought. How do you feel about passion fruit? Because it seems like the name indicates. Citrus, I think. Yeah, but the name indicates it would be good for something. Yeah. I mean, it's someone named it that for a reason. You know who loves passion fruit? Who? British people. Yeah? They got passion fruit everything. I've never there. had it. Good? I don't know if I've had it. How do you feel about a jackfruit? Jackfruit. There that's now that's large. Yeah. Large and in charge. I don't think I've had a jackfruit. I don't think you I don't think most people have. It's a it's a pretty large fruit. What's the what's the fruit that smells really bad that's actually illegal to possess? Is it a durian? Is that what it's called? Oh, I know what you're talking. Yeah, it's it's so pungent. Yeah, it's real some people like to eat it, but it smells terrible. It offends people. Yeah, I don't know what that's called, but I know what you're talking about. And yeah. I, yeah, yeah, but it's that's a large fruit too. Yeah, it's a big I mean, fruit. Yeah, at least arm length. It's it's huge. Mm-hmm. Will weather play a part in the Super Bowl? Details next. Squash would be too now, hard. Well, like one of those uh, yellow squashes, summer mm-hmm. squash. Sure, maybe if you put it in the microwave. You definitely don't want anything gourd. No. Gourds? No. No, no. Nowhere for gourds. No gourds. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. We good? We done? All right. Watch out for an accident on Cleveland Avenue, south of Oakland Park Avenue. Still causing some slowdowns in that area. This is an injury crash. Please be very careful as things begin to clear. You'll also find an accident as cleared on East Long Street at 3rd Street, but traffic is still slow as it recovers. Traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low-down payments and flexible payment options to help the customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm the NRA with fan traffic. Common Man here for Care, Heating, and Cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean-out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, 
beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Auto believes everyone deserves affordable coverage. In just three minutes, you can save big with low down payments on state minimum coverage. This is my jam. Play it safe, safe auto. Call 1-800-SAFE-AUTO for your quote today. Oh, hello. I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Getting fatter and angrier by the minute. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Name dropping with Jeff Rimmer is coming up at 534. I forgot, Teddy. Did you check with him? Is he good to go? Yes. He's in Buffalo. Nice. By the way, can I uh, real quick plug something podcast related? Yes. Obviously, you should subscribe to our podcast. Wherever you find podcasts, just search for Man and Bone, Common Man and T-Bone. You can find us there. But tonight, I'm going to hang out with Chops and Daniel Barnett. The guys who host Nerd Association, which is our podcast all about pop culture, movies, nerd stuff. They did a whole Lord of the Rings thing uh, a few weeks ago. I love that. Yeah, I know. You're a big fan. Big fan of that. Tonight, we are going to go discuss the full, no spoilers here, but on this podcast, there will be full series discussion of Book of Boba Fett, which just came out, final episode today on Disney+. Plus. So, if you're a Star Wars fan and you've been watching that, you want to hear us talk about it. Go subscribe to Nerd Association, wherever you get podcasts. And then tomorrow when it comes out, you already have it. Uh, the Super Bowl will weather play a factor. This is from NBC News. The Super Bowl is always a hot ticket, but this year, thanks to a heat wave, that's really going to be the case. Mm. The National Weather Service has issued a heat advisory for Los Angeles County from Wednesday through Sunday evening, warning of an increased risk of heat-related illnesses. Highs in the mid to upper 80s are expected through the rest of the week with lows in the mid-50s. The heat will be still kicking in by Sunday's kickoff with a high in the mid-80s expected in Inglewood. That's as much as 20 degrees above normal highs and records could fall. All right. Well, I acknowledge that that would be out of the norm. If it's to, I, I don't know what the weather's like in L.A. during the winter, but I assume... I just told you, as much as 20 degrees above normal yeah, highs. right. That's what I'm saying. So, not having lived there, I don't know what it is, but that sounds pretty drastic. But it's not like people who live in L.A. would say, I don't know how to handle it when it gets into the mid-80s. Just not usual to happen in February. But if this happened in July, would this be a story? No. Okay. Uh, here's what a local weather person says. We have a lot of out-of-town guests coming in for the big game. It might be a shock. What is that? <laughs> they step off the plane. And it's like, ah, too hot. 
I wasn't expecting this. Mm-hmm. Take me yes. to the hospital. That's right. A lot of Bengals fans are going to get there and go, I brought my stuff from home. I can't believe this other place that's not home doesn't feel like it does at home. That's crazy. For most Southern Californians, the weather is likely to be no big, de- be no big deal. But visitors from colder climates should note a few things. What do, what do they think happens to us when it gets cold? Like we just forget what warm weather no, feels like? Here's what they mean. Here's the things that people should note. Okay. If you're from cooler right. climates, they okay. have little little uh, bullet points here. Number one, hot means hot. Okay. <laughs> Temperatures near the 90s will mean, mean midsummer-like days. People should dress for it and have liquids at the ready. So don't wear your big parka. <laughs> oh. If it's hot. Oh, And God. drink fluids. Thank goodness you're here to tell us all how to live. Bullet point number two, it's still winter. Temperatures will plunge into the mid-50s at night, so bikinis and board shorts won't suffice. I thought you just said to... Wi- what? What are we talking... Those who plan to be outdoors past sundown should pack an extra layer. Oh. So... You, you afforded $1,000 for a Super Bowl ticket, but you only have one change of clothes. <laughs> Yeah, man, I I think perhaps I understand you're trying to help everybody get what's going on. But are they aware that people like number one, a lot of people who are going to this game are going to be from Los Angeles since one of the two teams playing is from well, Los the, Angeles. These, aren't furthest, these are tips for, you know, okay. us flyover people that are going over there like Rothman's there. He, he won't. He know. probably didn't even know. He didn't know. Right. He's naked. He grew up in Chicago. Here's the last bullet here. point. Summer air, winter seas. Thanks to Hollywood, many Americans think Southern California is one giant beach party. It rarely is. The Pacific is cold along the coast. Winter brings the biggest, most dangerous waves. and Water temperatures are in the high 50s, which can make the water feel icy. Yeah, all right. That's at least that if you've never been to the West Coast and you're not aware of the Pacific Ocean, it is usually cooler than similarly temperate climates on other parts of the world. That's fine. Okay. But still, I don't know what they think people do. Like, did you, are they not aware that people from Nebraska, if they decide to show up at the Super Bowl, those same people probably also take vacations in warmer client climates and clients in the summer and in the winter, right? They probably travel to a place where it's warm in the winter. They're probably not averse to like suddenly it being warm. I'm that's all I'm saying. I was reading an article today about Aaron Donald's diet, what he eats. All right. And uh, how it's different from a lot of NFL players. Because it says, this article says, high-protein diets are a staple among NFL players who want to build muscle and strength without gaining fat. But Aaron Donald eats a ton of carbs. Okay. Rams lead dietitian Joey Blake said Donald's diet consists of just 20% protein, while the rest is 30% fats and 50% carbs. Um, In a day... He consumes 245 grams of protein, 616 grams of carbs, 164 grams of fat to meet his caloric threshold. In comparison, Tom Brady also eats just 20% protein, but the remaining 80% of his diet is plant-based foods like vegetables and fruits. Yeah, this just in, carbs are not evil. It's just, it depends on a lot of things, right? It depends on you as a person. It depends on... Well, how much activity well, they you have, have? They have an average day here for Aaron Donald. Would you like to hear it? Sure, let's go. Uh, six cups of chicken meat, twelve Jamba Juice smoothies with protein. Wow, twelve smoothies, thirty glasses of milk, 
30, what? 30 glasses of milk. In the shakes? There's like, are they counting the milk that went into making oh, the that, shakes? Uh, that I can't tell you. Or is there 30 additional glasses of milk? 15 cups of pasta or rice. 20 cups of popcorn. Seven I... cups of hummus. Seven cups of avocado. 55 ounces of fish. Every day? Yes. The man is eating three pounds of fish every day? And how many cups of rice did you say? 15, or pasta? 15 cups of pasta or rice. That's like boxes or bags of rice. I don't know what to tell like you. Like boxes of pasta or bags of rice. I mean, that's... Huh? There's no way that's right. Are they saying a week? It's with the, no, it says... A day. Every day, this is what the man eats. Six yeah, cups of chicken. So he eats a whole rotisserie chicken every day, just like no problem. Well, we had a sales guy who ate one at his desk. Well, fair enough. But he also then wasn't eating 12 Jamba Juice he's, shakes he's not and Aaron 30 Donald. glasses of milk. Our sales guy, Joe, who still works here, I don't know why he's, we said he, we still, we used to have a sales guy. Yeah. Well, you said that, not me. We'd go to his desk. He'd be just sitting there eating a rotisserie chicken with his bare hands saying, you're not going to beat this deal. Well, you're not. Four dollars. It's a loss leader at Costco. They know that. They're trying to get you to buy everything else. But you go in there and if you're smart, you get the chicken. Name dropping with Jeff Rimmer. Coming up next, Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. Good evening. You'll find an earlier accident has cleared from the roadway of Cleveland Avenue south of Oakland Park Avenue. All lanes have reopened, but traffic is still slow as it recovers. And more slowdowns expected on 71 northbound between 670 and 11th Avenue. Plan on backups there as well. Traffic report is sponsored by Ace Hardware West Jefferson now hiring. Looking for a long-term career, Ace Hardware is now hiring. They're recruiting for CDL truck drivers in the West Jefferson Distribution Center. They offer great pay and benefits with a $10,000 sign-on bonus. Apply now at acehardware.com. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Common Man and T-Bones. Name drop. With the biggest name dropper of them all, the CBJ's Jeff Remmer. Sponsored by Buyers Imports by the Airport. Every single Wednesday this here time, we talk to our guy, television voice of your Columbus Blue Jackets. It's name dropping with Jeff Rimmer. On the Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems Fan Guest Hotline. Hello, Rims. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Big victory in Washington last night, Rims. Power play looked good. Give us your thoughts. Well, it was a, a great win, and the first thing I thought of when I got off the air were you two yahoos. They wouldn't have to take any uh, abuse from you about the power play, about the team fighting back from two deficits uh, 2 nothing and 3-1 and it was just uh, excitement waiting to be able to come on the air with you today because I thought it was a great team effort last night Patrick Line continues his red hot play but I will throw uh, a bit of a curveball uh, at you guys here this afternoon because he did leave practice early today uh, coach uh, Larson telling us after that he tweaked something mm. hopefully he'll be able to hopefully he'll be able to play tomorrow but uh, along those lines, and there's all kinds of hockey news breaking this afternoon, but along those lines, Carson Meyer, the Columbus kid, 
has been called up on an emergency basis, and he perhaps could be making his National Hockey League debut uh, tomorrow night here in Buffalo. You're just breaking news all over the place. Well, a guy who made his debut last night, Trey Fix Wolanski, scored himself a goal. Give us your thoughts on uh, what you saw from him last night. The best thing I saw from him was his smile after he scored as uh, the puck trickled between the legs of Copley and then the interview that Dave Metzold had with his father. I thought his father, uh, I mean, I thought he first of all was going to jump out of the seat. I thought he probably could have kept talking. Kind of reminded me of uh, you complaining about the times when you try to uh, get me to get off the air and I keep wanting to talk. (laughs) You mean every week? Yeah. That's what it reminded me too of, Rims, actually. I thought a lot about that and yeah, I wish I would have been in Washington than doing the interview, but I get it. Um, let me ask you, because you brought up Line A. Uh, he's been playing well of late, obviously, this injury. Hopefully it's minor. Hopefully he can still go. But let me ask you about like overall organizational plans. Do you think Yarmo, with a guy like Patrick Line today, has a solid, concrete, this is what we're doing with that guy, no ifs, ands, or buts, or do you think it is much more fluid and could change based on the way he's playing, the way the offers possibly come in for him if they do, and the return they could get. I mean, do you think right now Yarmo is dead set on whatever the outcome is, trade him, sign him to a long-term deal, whatever, or do you think he's still mulling that over? I think the Blue Jackets want line A here for the long term, and I think he's proving here now. Look in terms of what he has gone through this season, uh, from the sickness, from covid uh, from losing his father and being back and playing consistently here after missing two months of the season. I think the Blue Jackets very much want to keep him in their plans. He's still a young player. He's 23 years old. He's potentially a superstar in this league. And I would think that uh, the Blue Jackets at this point, this is not me talking to Yarmo. This is Jeff Rimmer talking here. I think the plans are to keep him here as a Blue Jacket for the foreseeable future. Name dropping with Jeff Rimmer here on The Fan, brought to you by Rimmer's Friends, Buyers Imports by the Airport. Would you like to talk about your friends, Rims? Always willing to talk about uh, the boys at Buyers Imports. I'm going to keep it short, though, because uh, there's so much going on that I do want to talk about in the hockey world that I think is pretty important here. And I also want to pay uh, my due respect, uh, all due respect uh, to uh, my good friend there, T-Bone, today, because uh, after all, I uh, was not there for the party that you had for him on his 10th anniversary as a member of your staff and uh, co-partner there on the afternoon show. And I want to congratulate him on that. But we do want to offer uh, our thoughts, too, on uh, buyers by the imports. Again, it's if not, you're it's looking, not buyers by the imports. It's buyers imports by the airport. By the airport. Yeah, just, just checking to see if you were tuned in there. Yeah, I'm just, tuned in. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Uh, buyer's imports, buy the airport, whatever you're looking for, new or pre-owned car, hit buyer's imports and tell them Rimmer sent you. Rims, I appreciate the kind words. And I did I, that not related to nothing we've been talking about. I do have one totally unrelated question. Have you ever been ice fishing? No, I've not been ice fishing. A it's nice Canadian on, uh, boy like you has never gone ice fishing? It's not on my bucket list. All right, no here's, here's the next question. Have you ever taken a prostitute to an <laughs> ice fishing shanty? Have you, have you done that? Have you heard of that I, happening? Because that apparently is a thing we were not unaware of until today. I'm not even going to dignify All right. that. With All right, you said there was lots of stuff in the hockey world you wanted to talk about. You want to talk about Montreal? What do you want to talk about? 
I want to talk about Montreal. I want to talk about uh, a good friend of ours and a good friend of the shows, Tuka Rask. Remember when the Blue Jackets played the Bruins in the playoffs and Tuka Rask kind of breezed by our uh, studio. Or good friend of the show. He, he, walked, he walked past the show <laughs> while we were broadcasting, That's did right. not stop, and he's a good friend of the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, he was. He waved. He waved. He I waved. Thought. Okay. Yeah. Um, hey, how about Marty Saint-Louis coming back as interim coach for the Canadians? We're headed there after the game tomorrow, play the Canadians on Saturday. This is coming out of left field, and this is just Jeff Rimmer thinking, okay? And I did express my thoughts to a couple of uh, people here this afternoon. Marty Saint-Louis taking the job on an interim basis. Never coached at any level, okay? One of his closest friends is his former coach the former head coach of the Columbus Blue Jackets. I'm just wondering out loud if there's any chance connecting the dots that Marty Saint-Louis, who came in and worked with our power play, if you remember a couple of years ago, under John Tortorella, and there's so much respect between the two, I wonder if he'd bring him in perhaps as an associate coach. I think personally it's, it's a great idea. It's thinking outside the box. As I said, I expressed it to a couple of people here within the last hour in the National Hockey League, talking to people around the league. They thought it was a brilliant idea. Well, we'll Rims, see. let but, me ask you, would, would Torts be, I mean, I know, I mean, would he accept a role like that as a, an assistant to Martin Saint-Louis? I mean, is that a real thing? Well, I would think he would have to be named the associate coach. And quite frankly, and being brutally honest here with you, I think it might be the only way that uh, Torts gets back in the league to coach right now because there's been several openings this year and uh, he didn't even get a sniff. So uh, this might be a way for Torts to get back. And I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm just wondering out loud. It could conceivably, and maybe it's an idea that uh, Marty's expressed, maybe he's already talked to Torts and Torch said, thank you, but no thank you. He's going to stay on ESPN. What about your friend and mine, Ken Hitchcock? What do you have to say about him? Uh, well, I'm looking forward to seeing Ken next month. You know, March the 5th, and I hope you two guys are going to be there. The Blue Jackets are going to honor Rick Nash. He's going to have his jersey number retired. And among those coming in, maybe I'm giving a bit of a scoop here, but uh, mm-hmm. my good friend Ken Hitchcock will be in town. Oh. Well, oh. every time I bring up Ken, you tell me how his weight is doing. Has he kept the weight off, or is he, in your words, very fat? No, no, he's kept the weight off. Okay. He's had to. All right. He's had to, for his own health. All right, yes, we're concerned about him. Uh, what else do you want to talk about? Because I have many things to discuss. What else? Nothing? Well, yeah, well uh, uh, like I said, there's fast-breaking news. Uh, Craig Berube, former... Uh, uh, head coach uh, in the National Hockey League now with a, another job in St. Louis. Just got an extension to his deal. Uh, Craig's a former player and played for the Washington Capitals when I was there. And uh, Craig and I got uh, pretty close over the years. Craig now has been given an extension and rightfully, show, show, uh, rightfully so. He's really done a terrific job with that hockey team. All right, last question. Would you take Anna Kornikova's mom to an ice shanty? <laughs> Next question. All right. We'll talk to you later. Hey, no name dropping. What are you talking about? That last five minutes was essentially name dropping. Yeah, you were throwing out all kinds of we names. We got Hitch. Well, we got well, Tortorella. Okay. Quick story. Quick story oh, here. Oh, my and God. I have to tell this story because I've been waiting for it. I, as you know, was in Florida during the, uh, the break, the Jackets week break here. And uh, I was worried coming back. Uh, one of my neighbors drove me back to the airport. I'm saying, well, I know I haven't seen anybody. 
and these guys are going to be all over me. I've got no names to drop, no names to drop. So walk in the airport. Who's the first person I see at the airport? And I just talked about her the previous week. No, not Anna Kornikova, but Nikki Taylor. And I got a big kiss and a hug. And uh, I said, I got to catch my plane. I'm a little late. Went to the gate and uh, had a nice visit with Nikki. How about that? Wow. All right. Thank you, Rims. Enjoy your ice fishing excursion with her. Oh, by the way, I'm in Buffalo. I'm out for Buffalo Wings at the Anchor Bar tonight. Oh, good. Well, save some for us. What? 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 Uh, what's the flavor? You go mild or hot? What are you doing? Medium, medium for me, and medium. I'm just going to order them. I'm going to order them on Uber Eats and uh, have them in my room tonight. <laughs> thinking about you guys. All right. You going to order in Pittsburgh? Yeah, get them like burnt on the outside and raw on the inside, just like your steak. <laughs> See how that goes. All right. Goodbye. Name dropping with Jeff Rimmer. On the Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems fan cast online. <laughs> that was all over and the place. I gotta tell you, me and Nikki, right at baggage claim. <laughs> we did it in front of everybody. <laughs> Back page coming up. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. Good evening. An earlier accident has cleared from the roadway of East Livingston Avenue east of Beechwood Road. All lanes have reopened in that area, but plan on some residual slowdowns. You'll also find slowdowns on I-71 southbound between 5th Avenue and East Broad Street. About a five-minute delay. Starting aboard is sponsored by Rumpke Waste and Recycling. New year, new career. Rumpke Waste and Recycling is now hiring new and seasoned CBL drivers age 19 and up. Family-owned and operated, Rumpke offers tuition reimbursement, home nightly routes, and a recession-resistant career. Apply now at RumpkeCareers.com. Equal opportunity employer restrictions apply. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic common man here for care heating and cooling can i tell you a secret one of my joys in life is a good clean out once in a blue moon i will take it to the next level i have an air vent right over the toilet so when i know a wild ride is coming i'll turn down the ac a few minutes before it's go time and then when i sit down beautiful cold air greets me blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Buckeye basketball coverage. Buckeyes and Rutgers coming up next. Timmy Hall is joining us. Hello, Timmy. Oh, you guys, Bone Man, back on the road tonight for Buckeye Hoops. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Rutgers is not terrible either. They're sort of middle-of-the-road Big Ten team. This should be a nice little challenge tonight. Yeah, I I think so too, boys. And I'm a little confused. Well, I'm I'm not that confused. They're 13 and nine. They they don't have you know a bunch of stacked quality wins. They do have really really good high end victories. They of course beat Purdue. I think it was a day or two after Purdue reached the number one ranking for the first time in their school history, and Ron Harper Jr. hit a big shot at the end of the game, and they just trashed Michigan State. They're actually not trending on being a tournament team right now, so this is a huge opportunity for Rutgers. They are a team that was in the tournament last year, and the year before, when the pandemic hit, they were like going to be a six seed or something pretty good. So, absolutely, you got to go in there and and perform. I just saw this. I did not know their arena is now called Jersey Mike's Arena. Oh. So, 
Maybe a nice promo would be to just shoot red wine vinegar yeah, say, at got, everyone. Get some extra juice, right? <laughs> right. The juice. Shoot juice. the juice. Now see three, that three-point shot. Here's some red wine vinegar and a super soaker. That's one of those places, Timmy. I don't know if you're this way with like sub places or places that do the sandwiches. We I have a hot order and a cold order because they that's do both. The way you, that's the way subs. you should do it. And I don't. And I don't the deviate. Hot side hot and the cool side cool. Yeah. <laughs> Big DLT. That's right. Jason Alexander, but no, I, when, if like Melissa's out and she, we're going there and she says, Hey, what do you want? She won't say like, which of these subs do you want? She'll say, do you want your hot or your cold? And I just go, ah, hot. And then that's done. It's an easy, it's an easy process we have. You know what, Bone? I, I won't name names. I had a hot sub recently I think I'm out forever on hot subs. What do you subs. mean? What do you I mean, mean you're, you're out, out I'm not talking about Philly cheesesteaks. I just, I like a sub cold. I like a cold cut sub. That's why I do appreciate a Jersey Mike's where, you know, they got a lot of Italian style things. I like a Primo Hoagies when I go back east. Anything cold, that's it for me. I want my sandwich cold. You if and it's I, hot, it's a Philly cheesesteak. That's, that's what, what I was going to say. You and I have been many times down to Wario's. By the it's a totally district, different genre. A Philly cheesesteak. But that's a, that's a hot it's, sub. It's a hot, yeah, it's a long piece of bread. Well, I'm an idiot then. How about that? <laughs> Cut that up, Teddy. When are you coming back in here? You coming back in here tomorrow? I will be in there tomorrow. Right, yep. I'm looking forward to touching you tomorrow. Yeah, it'll be All right. great. Uh, Buckeye coverage, top of the hour, right here on the fan. Back page, hit it. The Back Page. The Back Page. With Common Man and T-Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING. Bone. Well, man, uh, this is not the way to impress on the first day on the job. A security guard at the Yeltsin Center in the Russian city of uh, Yekaterinburg. This is uh, (laughs) an art gallery, okay? At this art gallery, there is a painting called Three Figures. It's an abstract painting of three human bodies but their faces have no eyes or nose or mouth or just just a blank 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 faces. feature yeah uh anna laperskaya is the painter of this she painted this painting in the years 1932 to 1934 i could have had her mom okay <laughs> right so there's a security guard they have these at art galleries right this security guard his first day on the job apparently got bored he walked up to this painting at some point in his shift this painting, which is valued at nearly a million dollars, and drew eyes and a mouth <laughs> on each of the figures. No. Of oh. course, this has destroyed this artwork. It, I mean, maybe they can restore it to some level, but uh, this is, of course, open some kind of vandalism no. discussion and... Yeah, Did the he painting... draw anything else on the painting? No, it appears he Was just... Was it Bobby Carpenter? No, it... <laughs> Apparently, he left it just at the eyes and the nose and the mouth. But either way, I don't know how someone could think that's going to work at any job, let alone at an art gallery. And yeah, I just I get I get eked out thinking about this where I'm just I'm creeped out to no end by someone doing this. You're looking at a lot of prison time. (laughs) (laughs) Right. He just can't control himself. And uh, good for Brooke Shields. She's 56 years young. Mm. Says there is no retouching going on to a new ad for Jordash jeans that features her going topless. Oh, now, of Jordash. course, it's tastefully topless. Like she Adidas is, topless? No, or? no. Like, you're seeing everything but the but the, the top. I mean, you're I seeing like that lots ad, of other Mike. things. 
I was. That's a great ad. But anyway, she's 56 years old. She is replicating a similar infamous Calvin Klein ad from her teenage years where she also posed in jeans and it was very risque. But now at 56, she says, still proud of her body and going to take those photos. So there you go. When I was a kid, probably 12 or 13 years old, we had a, uh, I taped it from one of the free weekends on HBO. Oh? Because we didn't get HBO, but sometimes you got yeah. the free weekends. Sure. And- the Blue Lagoon was on? Mm. Yeah. I don't recommend it now as an adult because she was very young okay. in that movie. But okay. as a 12-year-old, Chef were, recommends. Okay. Got it. Right, Timmy? Blue Lagoon, one of my favorites, man. <laughs> I know this. I know. <laughs> oh. Buckeye basketball coverage is next. We'll see you tomorrow. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. Good evening. Watch out for an accident on Hudson Street at I-71. This accident does involve injuries. Please be careful over here. We'll also find a crash on North High Street north of Morse Road. Caution is advised here as well as traffic begins to build. Traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low-down payments and flexible payment options. Stop the customer stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the Care Creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with Care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. HD1 Columbus, the fan. Rip off your sweats and join the layup line. It's time for Ohio State basketball. The bo- Hey, Common Man here. I know what you're thinking. This guy again. But we have some special bonus stuff for you. Sponsored, of course, by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. One is angry. The other one is bald. What do you think I mean, bald? Here's man and bone. I want to point something out. All right. I too would be bald if I don't if I didn't take these pills every single day. <laughs> I've been taking the Propecia pills or whatever the generic is called now. Yeah. For almost 20 years. It's called amateur Pecia. <laughs> I didn't think about it for a second. Good job. <laughs> and I'm so terrified that if I stop taking these pills. Like, my hair will just fall out in one day. All of it. Yeah. Well, it's funny because we were watching last night. I had the NBA games on and uh, ESPN. I'm trying to remember who was alongside uh, Richard Jefferson. I wanted, Richard I Jefferson. Yes. Uh, maybe. I don't remember. It's one of the bald guys that does ESPN broadcast, whatever. And so Richard Jefferson is obviously shaved head. This guy also shaved head, you know, probably trying to forestall the inevitable. And Melissa's like, wow, man, everybody's just, you know, out here not embracing their baldness. And I'm like, you're, I, I too shave, like, I don't let it grow long. I don't have like the, you know, coconut with a Hulu skirt on it. Like, no, I'm not going to do you that. You a different look. And you can't shave it all the way. No, you I can't be totally bald. You look like a clan member. Thanks. You, thanks. you would. I, you would look like a total clan I mean, member if you were totally bald. I would think you look like a clan member if you show up with a hood on. Like, that makes you... Yeah, but don't you just stop What it am now. I supposed to do? I'm bald. Like, I just... You have that look to you. 
a fat white guy. There's bald. No, there are other it? white people who can pull it off. I'm just saying that that's not something you could pull off. I don't think. No, I have like shaved it all the way down. It's too much maintenance. That's I don't know if people realize that's a lot of shaving. That is you got to do it every day. Yeah, oh yeah, to get the to get the cue ball look. Yeah, like I have the stubble going, and sometimes it gets a little longer. Then I have to shave it back down. But the the cue ball polished dome thing. That's a whole nother level. Like of Stanley commitment. Tucci. Stanley Tucci is a white guy, but he can pull off the shaved head look without you looking at Stanley Tucci like, oh, he's going to burn a cross on somebody's lawn. But you're you, saying, I, I think you're people saying get the wrong impression. You would accuse me of it even though you know me and know I would never do right. something like that. I that's, know, I know, I've known you the, for years. That's bad. But I would just yell well, racist at you and run away. Well, I'm glad I don't shave my head all the way down then. Is it okay where it is now? Because well, I just want to. Okay, good. I yeah, just want to make sure. Like every other fat. Soccer loving yes, guy. Good. Right I, don't, I don't want to give off any vibes that are not accurate. So good. All right. A special thank you for consuming all the stupidity we can safely shove down your gullet. Come back for more podcasts. And again, the podcast is sponsored by our friends because they pay us care, heating and cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. Stop listening now. The podcast is over. Turn it off. Go do something. 